0: the year was 1990 ne- shit <laughs> you nailed it timestamp that <laughs> the year was 1998 at the box office ants was finally able to take down the reigning juggernaut saving private ryan by grossing nearly 12 million dollars in its opening weekend on the billboard charts one week by the bare naked ladies was dominating the charts big tech had headlines such as Apple unveils the iMac. Is the sub $1,000 PC possible? And Windows 98 finally released. But the internet wasn't just a peaceful place as it appeared in the papers. A dark subculture was brewing underground. Chat rooms were all the rage, but were they just a fun place for teens to hang out? One movie dared to ask this question. In January 1999... Former rock star D. Snyder sat down with Lollipop Magazine to discuss his new film and the prospects of becoming a horror icon. Snyder said, Once you cross over, like a nightmare on Elm Street, you become more mainstream. You have kids wearing your costumes, and you lose all your coolness. You don't have the credibility anymore, but you've got the financial rewards for your hard work. It's a tough one, but I definitely plan on exploiting this and taking it the full route. I want to have a Helltown Chronicles, which will be a TV series or a book series. I've already registered a trademark for Horatorium, a themed restaurant, no shit. I've got so many plans and it all comes down to, can I create and portray a horror icon with staying power? The odds of doing it are very slim, but I believe I'm on that path. So why shouldn't I enjoy the fruits of my labor and my lottery, so to speak? On this week's episode of Five Day Rentals, we discuss D Snyder's Strangeland. Bang, bang, fun,
1: fun. Pretty girl with a knife! Watch back, it's your wife. And love my
2: blood. Shoot, shoot, fun, fun. Yeah! There you go. Are you fucking ready? Does everybody got their gauges in
3: <laughs> hell yeah
0: dude
3: i got them upper and lower buddy
0: all right this is five day rentals a movie podcast where uh we pick a theme i don't know we don't do it monthly shit timestamp that bones <laughs> <laughs> this is the five day rentals shit this is the five day rentals podcast where we pick a movie topic, and the three of us will each pick a movie that fits that topic. This month, we're starting a new topic, which is rock stars make movies. My name's Kyle. To my left is,
2: hey, no. I, I, I'm Dan. Uh, I'm here with Kyle on his right.
0: I said on my left. Oh, I depends started. on the screen. Because I'm actually yeah, was, over you, Kyle. I was hoping one of you would just fill the gap there, but. Okay.
3: You did a good job.
0: And last we have. D. Snyder.
2: Hell yeah. We got him, folks. Only costs us three grand. He's on the pod.
3: I don't think I could do a Queen's accent.
2: You just got to say the key words that he always says. What a rush! What a rush! And uh, we're not gonna take it. And Death is like an old friend. I want to rock.
0: Yeah. Just say it, New Yorkie. Uh,
3: I watched this movie twice.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
0: The it's, I watched this movie once, but it it I got to three minutes into the movie, and I'd been writing notes for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I mean, I've, cl- te-
2: Go ahead. I've, t- I've technically watched this movie twice, yes. That would be true.
0: Yeah. you have initial thoughts? Well, I don't want to give away too much from the end, but I kind of like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good movie, but I enjoyed viewing it.
2: Dan Uh, I got some thoughts Um, Is there Potential here Uh, Maybe But I mean I guess that's To be determined in the end For Strangeland
3: this to me feels like structure wise it's all first draft Mm -hmm. the stuff that really i'm pretty sure this guy went over and over and over and over was his fucking monologues and his dialogues i don't think there was any real effort in the thought of uh character development or um Building a world around this guy. So, from your your little story there, um, I think that reinforces what my thought was: was that this was D. Snyder thinking, "Fuck Freddy Cougar, I could play a Freddy Cougar. You know, I could launch a franchise with my performance because he is giving it his all, and he thinks very highly of himself throughout this entire movie."
0: You guys should definitely go back and read this interview with... It's a lollipop magazine, but that is the gist of the entire thing. Of like, I'm starting an empire.
3: Yeah.
2: Is this from 1999?
0: Yes, this article is from January 1st, 1999.
2: I I read that interview, Kyle. I will say that this was the only character in this film that was written... Everybody else was just kind of like, all right, we need a detective.
0: Yeah. We need uh, a you mom. Mean, you mean we Mike need... Gage? Yeah.
2: Who does he play? No, Mike. that's his character's name, Kyle. His real name is Kevin Gage.
0: Yeah. That's right. He kind of looked like a... If you said like, get me a guy that looks vaguely like John Travolta. Yeah.
2: I feel like they wanted a Baldwin, but they were all busy. <laughs> I can see that
3: too. Do you know yeah. the Do you know the big movie he's from?
2: No. It, I looked up his shit. I can't remember. Okay,
3: he was he's uh, Wayne in Heat. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. And. <laughs> I'll give you my thoughts on uh, on Detective Gauge. When the intensity calls for an eight or a nine, I think he's really good. Like at the end when he's talking shit to him, like when he's like aggressive. I feel like the skipping ahead once they get to the the house and they have the interaction on the webcam. I think he actually he's not phoning it in there when he's trying to be a stone cold detective he's not very good and I don't know if that's his fault or if it's the dialogue and direction you know because he he is obviously given just the most generic lines but he is just sort of lazily coasting through them
2: Directed by John uh, Pieplow. Pieplow, 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 Pieplow. I don't know. Did
3: you see his other credit,
0: <laughs> Jurassic Women or something? <laughs> yeah, we we've took note of that.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I wrote that down too. I'm gonna figure out how to keyhole that into something.
0: I texted Dan just to be like, well, if we watch it, then we can be a hundred percent completion on the Pieplow filmography. <laughs>
3: What, is this in the, the main tech set, or was this a different...
0: I think that was just a Dan. Which...
2: It's okay. none of your business. It's oh, It's okay. none of your business.
3: I don't remember seeing that one.
2: Yeah. must be a
3: phone
0: issue oh, or hey, something. Hey, Dan, uh, what kind of suds are you using tonight on your laundry? What are you, a Tide Man, or... Uh,
2: Tide Pods. That's... Tide
0: Pods. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking expensive, dude.
2: Yeah.
0: You yeah. could just get a bucket of the... Of the liquid.
2: It's all water. Haven't you seen the commercials?
3: Damn. But you got Downey in that fucking basket too.
0: Yeah, dude. I bet your family uses fucking... For wintertime? Yeah. Fabric softeners and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I have the Lysol disinfectant for, you know, for the certain time of crisis that we're in. Pandemic.
0: For the dryer, Francis throws sandpaper in with it, toughen us up. And broken glass.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thumbtacks. <laughs> get a, get a little piece every once in a while whenever you're sliding on that that sweater.
0: Just a handful of metal shavings.
2: Amy Smart's in this movie.
0: Yeah.
3: For what? Three scenes. Maybe. Two scenes?
2: She tells them how the internet works. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh shit. <laughs> Does she ever half pipe freestyle? Look, Change the whole it. the whole premise of this movie is that these cops don't know how the internet works, which the entire time I was just like, These guys are gonna lose their jobs in literally two years. Well, the first
3: time we're introduced or we're introduced to Christian, we find out that he's incompetent and doesn't listen. Yes. All he had to do was get those FBI computer files. He couldn't do that shit but he can straighten a dollar bill.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: The whole concept Uh, of the film was to make Mr. Detective Gage look like he didn't know anything about technology coming down to how to put a dollar in a vending machine.
3: It verged on the scene at the end of Zoolander when Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller are beating on the computer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think he literally does that at one point.
0: Yeah, I think he smashes like a yeah. keyboard. <laughs> well, let's just get into it then. All oh, oh, the plot points. Yeah, please. So we open with credits, smash cut to needles, bondage gear, and new metal music.
3: <laughs> I think it's important to not blow over the fact that it's D. Snyder's *Strangeland*. Yeah, I know we kind of talked about that, but I think that is so important to understand why this movie is the way it is.
0: I mean, he wrote it. He starred yeah. in it.
3: Has there ever been? I mean, I know there's like, you get John Carpenter's or you get Stephen King's, but has there ever been a movie where the star, you know, you won't get Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible 7? Right. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. That's done. So after these credits, we get the very distinctive sound of a dial up modem. And then we're with these teens Genevieve and Tiana Genevieve's Joining up into a chat room This is the part So this is I was writing down almost all the dialogue That popped up on the screen Because I thought these things were funny Okay. But here is a list Of the chat rooms available Anything goes adult Right under that Aviation forum then baseball forum Cosmo special interest group Space and planets The meeting room over 21 Future meetings Announcements Teen chat 1 through 6 Education special interest And student access center <laughs> These are the chat room options available <laughs> What do you guys think's going on in aviation forum?
3: I don't know, but it's all over my head.
2: Yeah, I did notice that uh, very quick shots there. They don't really let you read what's going on in the chat rooms. All
0: right, so I wrote down a lot of that too. I'll just do the top three. These were my favorite. It was the very first three that they showed, but it was basically one person said, I definitely call that grounds for breaking up. The next one down over at Jefferson near the high school. Why did you go? The next one. Just exactly how big was it? And you guys remember when you were in chat rooms (laughs) and everyone was having like eight different conversations at the same time? Yeah. (laughs) That's generally how it worked. You just said whatever. You threw it out into the ether.
2: (laughs) It might have been film of a real chat room. Yeah.
3: I get a sense. You're kind of half kidding but i absolutely remember being in chat rooms like that
2: none of I, them
0: even like it's it's not even like there's one up above that goes with the one below though it's eight people having eight different conversations mm-hmm.
3: that's why there has to be six different teen chats
2: <laughs> i will say that the- so much bandwidth the internet was fantastically fucking fast in Colorado in 1998.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: When all you're sending is text, shitty audio, and choppy video, I think you're okay. Did you guys get any... I know, Kyle, you're a few years younger than us. Dan, did you get any sort of nostalgic feeling for the way that that, like, internet forum looked and Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Where I used to work, there was a freight office that shipped freight out. And I think the FedEx computer, thank you for FedEx for sponsoring us this week, it used to have a dial-up tone. So, like, in 2013, I'd walk into the office and it would be going off. And I'd be like, "Like, what is that? They're like, oh, that's our our FedEx computer. And I'm like...
3: (laughs) Damn. Did you, either of you seen, uh, irresistible John Stewart's movie from last year?
2: No. With Steve Carell.
3: It's pretty good. It's on HBO max now.
2: I was going to say, I just seen it on there.
3: Yeah. We caught it last week, but there's a pretty, there's a funny bit about, uh, like dial up. He walks into a place and he hears like the noise and he's like, why do I hear dial up? Like, what is
2: that? So, it's got to be pretty fast nowadays. Nobody's on it.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. So we get uh, some scenes where Gianna, whose name is Miss Triple X One Fifty One, is Giana chatting or Genevieve. Oh Genevieve. shit, Genevieve, which is
3: Linda Carnalini.
2: Freaks and geeks.
3: Yeah, who I would, uh, I would slightly put above in hotness over Amy Smart. Yeah, and and I think probably a little, a little bit more of a range. I think as an actress,
2: there's going to be a question I'm going to ask later on, so about her. So yeah, let's, let's. All right. I don't know.
0: So we basically get a scene where Genevieve is talking to Captain Howdy, another screen name on the computer. And he asks her, Do you like hip hop? She loves it. She loves hip hop. Yeah, I love it. And this is all the segue you need to meet up with someone over the internet. Mm-hmm. So they start IMing a little bit. They decide to meet up. She asks, Bro, Can't.
3: Seriously, if you answer my question in a Best Buy q and I will come to your house and suck your dick. Okay, so. <laughs> That, to me, is the modern equivalent. Do you like hip-hop? Yeah, come to a party. Answer my Q&A. You can see in my M.
0: We cut to, uh, let's see. Oh, they agree to meet up. They IM a little bit. She asked if she can bring her friend. Then we cut over. Oh, yes, you can bring your friend. Yeah, Captain Howdy's all about it. Uh, We cut to Leather Snyder doing pull-ups and army boots, which is intercut with an attempted scape. Uh, Snyder catches the girl. He has fangs for some reason. And he sews a girl's mouth shut. So this is where I put
3: the calzone down. (laughs) I was trying to eat and the teeth really fucking fucked me up. It really grossed me out. I was like, I don't think I can eat.
0: He looks pretty disgusting in this movie.
2: I will go back to the IMing. She does say the words cybersex, and I was like, I haven't heard those two words in a long time. Oh. That was
1: very 1998.
2: 1998. You don't think uh, it
0: came back with the pandemic? Yeah, dude. People are definitely cyber sexing each other. Yeah, now. but they
2: don't say cyber sex. Like who says that? We met on the internet. That's what that's what, what that you, means, right? What do you say? Uh, I met this girl on the internet.
3: Do you think do you think we, sexting replaced cyber sex?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what I was kinda going for.
3: Or like Because...
2: If I meet a girl online right now, am I gonna say you want a cyber sex? No. That's that's not with the times.
3: No, you would type
2: ASL. Because it's all your means.
3: left hand could do. You don't remember A S L? That was age age, sex, location.
2: Oh, that's right. One handed, I gotcha. Yeah. What was
0: Well my other hand is holding my Bible. did you guys know I think I read this I didn't I read it on a in an encyclopedia but the people that made browsers chose that name because you could type it exclusively with your left hand
2: Hmm. you read this where?
0: I read it in in a scientific forum
3: oh okay popular Uh. mechanics yeah okay
0: it was in like a a co-reviewed article on it's it you don't have access to it
3: yeah well I, I can confirm having taken word processing my junior year that that is correct. <laughs> you can't in fact type browsers with your left hand.
0: Mm. Uh, we we cut over to uh, Mike at home. he's looking at some bloody crime scene photos just at the dinner table. Yeah, <laughs> It's just checking him out on his downtime Crime photos for breakfast You know mm-hmm. We find out that uh, Genevieve and Tiana Didn't come home We don't know what happened to him yet I guess <laughs> At this point in the movie
3: Yeah the, the editing for the first half hour of this movie
2: All these
0: things could just be Unrelated incidents that are happening
2: yeah. I'd say the whole fucking movie
0: Uh, We cut over to Mike. He's at the office. He's asking about a search for some sex offenders. I think Mm -hmm. this is also where we meet his partner, Christian.
3: Who is pretty adamant about telling uh, Gage to go home and take a shower. Mm -hmm. And this is also, I think, one of the first of many shots that is like a Mm one-shot. There are several... And I don't think it's from an artistic perspective. I think it's just like laziness. Like just, a shit, we don't even need to move the camera. Set it up right here and
0: knock it out. So basically I also got at this point in the movie that it's kind of a, it's one of those situations where it's like oh Mike's daughter is missing he should probably work that case. I think that I don't think that would ever happen in law enforcement where they're like, you get assigned to your own missing relatives case.
3: Yeah. So him looking at, they look like murder files or something initially Mm -hmm. when you're introduced with him. We're supposed to infer that he is working on some sort of case. Then I feel like the Genevieve thing is a separate issue. But then the vending machine issue makes it seem like he's already started to look for. Her. Right. Like, they've sort of combined it. Mm-hmm. like. And I totally agree with you. There's no way he would be working on it. If anything, yeah. Christian would be working on it, and he would be nagging Christian about it. Mm-hmm. Which takes me, I think, to one of the first points of how I would fix this movie, and that's the first set of girls that go missing, one of them is not his daughter.
0: That would make a lot more sense
3: yes I think he's on the case trying to find this guy yada yada and then the daughter thing
0: is a third act issue Mm -hmm. so Uh, we're back home with Mike he is working the case he tells his wife at this point that he has to remain objective
3: (laughs) yeah I can't let my feelings as a father (laughs) ruin my objectivity as a detective or something right
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I still have to go to work. I can't sit here with you while you're fucking crying. I'm on the clock, bitch. Uh,
0: Mike's wife, her mom shows up with Angela. She basically talks to Mike about how to log on to a computer.
3: Sorry, what is the relationship to Amy Smart to this lady? I don't know. Because we have a friend a of woman the wives. With, a, with a very strong accent. Who I believe to be the mom's sister. Who is
0: Amy Smart? I guess that's right. Because they call Angela a niece at one point. Yeah.
2: Oh, so that was... I thought it was just a friend.
0: I thought it was her mom at first. because he (laughs) says Uncle Mike
3: when he calls her. He's like, hey, this is Uncle Mike. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's
2: right. When she comes to the police station.
3: I'm not saying that there isn't a circumstance and a set of genetic DNA that would allow for Amy smart to come out of that Hispanic woman.
2: Elizabeth, it just doesn't
3: seem possible. So I wonder if she was cast as like the daughter, you know, and then maybe, they liked Linda Carnolini more or she wouldn't show boob or something so maybe they cast her as like if you would flip those that would be more realistic to me
0: maybe the mom and her sister were like you know had completely different upbringings and they just connected later in life
2: I think maybe they just wanted to go younger maybe they didn't think Amy Smart looked too young
0: like they share a mom but one of them like grew up in Italy the other one in the states who's this the mom of genevieve the mom of genevieve and her sister the mom of angela okay (laughs) so those two women shared a mom or a dad but they were you know separated until much later in their lives oh okay Uh, basically, after she shows him or talks to him about how to log onto a computer, we cut over to Nude Snyder with surgical tools. He puts a needle through his arm. I, d- I just wrote down. He says a bunch of dumb shit right here.
3: Yeah, is this the where are the where are the rituals now? I think so. There's a bunch of middle aged bodies.
2: Okay. Yeah did any did anybody go and do any research on what the fuck actually D. Schneider is saying here.
0: I read that a bunch of it was based on some kind of like philosophy or something, but it was so boring even reading the background for it that it was just like
2: whatever. Okay, Well, that's where I come in. Because I went and I tried to find this shit. And all of his dialogue is from a guy named... He made up a name for himself. His real name is Roland Loomis, and he just died in 2018, actually. But his name, he was the founding father of the Modern Primitive Subculture Movement. So, and that's mentioned as we go on. But his, his like, uh, author name and all that shit was <laughs> Frederick Musafar. I guess is it's Fareek. direct Farik Musafar and all of D Snyder's uh dialogue is quotes from like his books and shit like that. Cuz yeah, halfway through I'm like I don't even know what the fuck this guy is even saying. Like what the like what is he saying? It just sounds like a whole bunch of shit that he made up. But anyway, that's all it is. And I looked up this guy on uh, Wikipedia, this Roland Loomis guy. Yeah, not much there. Okay. He's just like a speaker, and people followed him, and he liked all the same shit that's kind of in the film. Did you see a picture of him? Yeah. Is he like heavily like pierced and shit?
0: Nah, dude. No, he just looked like no. a,
2: a white dude nerd. Like He's the, I, uh, yeah, I didn't I'm know if that was like
3: a cat guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, or the mm-mm. lizard dude, like all fucked up.
2: Nah, unless he did piercings and shit, yeah. like, well, we'll get into that.
3: I can, t- I can tell you that having watched it two days ago and then today, I got a lot more of what he was trying to say. In the, and like, you have a face
2: tattoo now. Well, yeah,
3: thank. <laughs> Finally, fuck. Finally, you say something. Um, you no, know, I kind of get it. I mean, it is, it's It's a, a roundabout way of saying it's the same people that bitch about we give trophies to all of the kids in Little League. You know what I mean? Or let the kid get dirt on him. Let him shock himself. You know what I mean? Like, learn a lesson. I get it. it. The motivation just doesn't equal, I think, the the actions if that makes sense like it doesn't it's not a a direct correlation with i think they should do this and i like to like the direct sadism no
2: yeah i can i see where you're going uh yeah that makes a little sense and also
3: i I think it's it stands out because he's doing this particularly by himself.
1: Mm -hmm. You know,
3: there's no scene with Hannibal Lecter in his cell talking about like, man, I fucking love human flesh. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, those scenes are sort of pigeonholed. And then even when he's being hung later on, you know, he's, he's given a soliloquy and trying to sound elegant in these situations where it's not there. It'd be, it's a little different later on when he's with the detective and he's trying to use that to kind of sound smarter. You know, when he does it, when the, in the, the audio recording where he said, you know, he talks about like, it, you know, you're using such nasty words for somebody who doesn't understand something, you know, that mm-hmm. as if that were to build up, I think it would make a little bit more sense, but he wants to come right out of the gate having like sort of pushing this philosophy and it doesn't make any sense
0: yeah so, if you but I feel like there are parts of it where it like there's parts of it where it like verges on some kind of general philosophy, but at the same time there's just there are parts of the movie that are so goofy that it's like I cannot take it's like I can't say like, oh yeah, like I get what it's going for, but at the same time, like it's you know, I feel like it just kind of like fails to make any of those points that it's trying to make
3: yeah
2: i just i don't understand the modern primitive thing like he never made like a fucking fire out of sticks or anything primitive that's what i think of right a fucking caveman you know what i mean Mm
1: Hmm.
2: i guess to us i guess he looked like a fucking caveman
3: do you think that it's Okay, fuck. Am I talking myself into kind of liking where he was going here? So he's.
2: Where'd you get that red hair, bro? Yeah,
0: you've gotten you've picked up like eight face piercings since we talked last. I'm in so
3: much pain. This
0: this week has changed you so much. I. Fuck.
3: Fuck. Okay. There's something about the technological aspect that he's sort of punishing these people that are using this while he's trying to teach him a lesson about like the most primitive thing that you kind of teach somebody like the most straightforward lesson is pain, right? Like he even says, like you have to learn, it has to hurt. It has to leave a scar. You've got to do this. So the primitiveness of marking yourself, leaving a scar, doing all that, that that's the most primitive we can get in our modern time.
1: Right.
2: I will say that through the film, when it at, towards the end, when it comes to him getting hurt and stuff like that, it does a good job of him not being like, "Oh, ow!" You know, he he just kind of it happens and it kind of just moves on because I was like, "All right, I get that," you know, like yeah. he's into it, like he almost wants it. You know what I mean?
0: Do you
3: think? if this was any other movie that he would be, we would see him a little bit more stoic. You know, that he would be almost like tooth fairy. I think the fact that he can take all this pain and lash out all this pain, but then he still talks to himself, that seems odd. Where if he were a little bit, if he would shut the fuck up and only kind of speak that way, if spoken to, or if he was, in the middle of torturing somebody that would seem less odd. Because I'm really I'm really tied up on the him just sort of talking to himself that takes you out of it.
0: You know? I think that more comes down to D Snyder just being like, I need a lot of cool monologues for myself.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm trying to like or go that because i don't want to <laughs> knock him too much because I, i like the idea overall right you know what i mean i like the idea of like there's this guy he believes this he uses this to his advantage and he wants to there's always some weird fucking lesson that these psychos have but at the mm-hmm. same time there's always rock stars want to be this particular thing they put themselves in these i want to talk about Marilyn manson too by the way like I feel like, twenty years later, this would be a Marilyn Manson movie. We, you know,
2: we, we had to cancel him last week.
3: I know that, but, um...
2: but this podcast ain't about entertainment news.
0: So no. we cut over to Mike, who's now working at uh, pulling a car out of the lake. Which this scene See this is even more confusing Because Because of the song choice Kid Rocks Cowboy Well they already So basically the setup is This guy's daughter goes missing He already gets assigned to the case Which we know is wrong At this point we don't know that the car in the lake is related to this So he gets pulled off of his own daughter's disappearance To fish a random car out of a lake Yeah Now there's some interesting side characters here One is the tow truck guy
2: You have to have this guy or you don't have a movie
0: (laughs) And then the other is There seems to be just press here For some reason They cut over to like a a group of people With cameras and lights and shit And they're like Behind a police line
2: Why are they there? (laughs) You pulling a car out of a lake, man.
3: I guess there's I'm... not a whole lot that happens in Helverton.
2: Yeah. That's gotta be
0: it. Like this is only the third case that has ever been pulled out of a lake.
2: That's not true at all. Because anytime you go to Captain Howdy's house, there's goddamn thirty people hanging out on hooks and shit. Like mm-hmm. So when the cops aren't opened, doing their job. The cops aren't doing their job.
0: When we finally open the trunk, we find out it's Tiana inside. who shocker, and then next to her is a large piece of metal, which the tow truck guy says it looks like a septum spike to me industrial strength best best performance of the movie. <laughs> this guy is great i mean yeah I loved...
3: he's he's a legit a good actor
0: yeah i I wish he would have been in the movie more
1: yeah.
2: He has a decent acting career, I believe. Mm-hmm. I looked him up. But yes, in this part, he does talk about the hate for tech, which... And then he goes into a quote of from Winston Churchill, I believe.
3: Well, he says... So he talks about how it's been around, like body modification has been around forever tattoos, piercing, scarification. Like it's all it's all out there. And then he says that Winston Churchill's mother had a tattoo on her wrist for Christ's yeah. sake. Like which you know is some weird fact that D Snyder learned. Mm-hmm. And you know
0: in it probably in his research. In yeah. yeah. Uh this this guy does say the average septum is a 14 gauge. The tow truck guy personally has an eight, but this spike looks like a double zero, which mm-hmm. is big enough to stick your finger through. Now, I also did kind of get the impression that they could have pulled anything out of that trunk. I mean, this guy seems like he's in the body mod community. They could have pulled out any random piece of metal or rubber, and he would have been like, oh yeah, that's a that's a septum spike, that's, uh, you know, an implant. Mm-hmm. Just any old thing. They could have pulled out the hose to a gas can and he would have been like, oh, I know what that oh, is.
1: Yeah.
0: I've shoved that in my nose before. Yeah, you don't know about my community. That goes through your femur, bro. Mm-hmm. In this process, he gives the cops a lead on a club called Zabalba. Zabalba. Which means the entrance to hell.
2: Which means D Snyder just typed in that what is the entrance to hell and then scrolled through two websites and there it came
0: now we we did just establish that helverton is a very small town with very little crime but at the same time they also have a bustling body mod nightclub yeah do you remember what the population was on the sign
3: i didn't write it down i remember it being i was like okay this is a sizable town But when yeah, you actually... I, I, I don't. Unless you're L. A. or New York, maybe Chicago. I don't see any place being big enough to have a Zabulba.
0: I was gonna say when you saw the population, were you like, that makes sense to have a, a nightclub dedicated to, body modification? I...
3: Honestly, I couldn't get over the fact that it was named Helverton. <laughs> I saw that and I was I was like so fucking excited. So I took three bites of the
2: Calzone. Like, fuck, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's 1998. Like, Antichrist Superstar just came out. We're going to go back to Marilyn Manson. Sorry, all you cancel culture people.
3: I don't think, but you can't talk about that time, like you're saying, without bringing him up.
2: Well, yeah, I agree. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, we're. That, I mean, if you watch the Beautiful People music video and Nine Inch Nails, A Perfect Drug, like, you could write this film in two days. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I'm just going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a club. It's in Denver. So, you know, part of the times.
0: It's in Helverton.
2: Filmed in Denver, Kyle. In real life.
0: No, it's in
2: Helverton. The movie takes place in Helverton. If no, guys, the only thing I seen was Helltown.
3: Okay, but if you're if you're doing a third pass on this movie and you're you're looking for flaws, all you do is tell is you write in a line with a tow truck driver to say, you know, Zabulba. Oh shit, yeah, it's a club downtown Denver. You know what I mean,
0: like. Mm-hmm.
2: That's all easy you enough. Say. Yeah, easy enough.
0: Uh, Mike and Christian arrive at Zabalba where a little band called Bile Bile is playing their
2: classic hit about heroin. I know your name is Kyle. What was the band's name? Bile. Oh, oh, all right. This is <laughs> right. Good. This is on the tip of my tongue, dude. Oh. So we could a... we just establish your nickname as Bile Kyle? Sure. That could be Bile. Who cares? Kyle Anderson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bile <laughs> Anderson. Who Bile gives a Anderson. shit? Just put it out there. So this
3: band name Bile was playing in Colorado.
2: Helverton. So Elverton.
3: Was, was this a a Bile High show?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Alright. We're That's done, dude. Forget. Cut yeah. it off, bros.
0: <laughs> Turn the podcast off. The jokes won't get any better than that one.
3: In a in a movie full of scenes that are one shot, is the Zabulba sequence the most like useless. No,
2: you
0: got to have the Zabulba scene, dude.
2: They have to have this because, in further research, they were really proud that he is in there. D. Schneider's Captain Howdy is there at the club.
3: But you He's, can cut to the club with him doing all of that without having the cops go there. Yes. yeah but you have yes. to
2: you got to set up the end of the film yeah. though man nah. it's
3: uh, yeah even watching it the second time I thought this is totally unnecessary this is I think this was just to show to sort of dump that world on you quickly and I think you could have done that without taking the cops there because they walk through they go up to the second floor and they're like I ah, fucked it they don't talk to anybody. You know, there should have been at least one. They should have gone. They had should have the generic scene where they go to a bartender, you know, and they ask, like, do you know anybody who's worn this? And the bartender finally, like, laughs. Like, do you know where the fuck you are? Everybody, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, sort of and and have them interact a little bit with some of these people. Right. Re- to just have them walk through, walk up, say, ah, fuck this, and then leave. You know, it in all actuality it all their job is not very hard they don't do they don't do any real detective work the most detective work he does is like realizing that there's a dog barking on the audio that's it but proceed please that's
0: that's important stuff uh Yeah, so basically after they decide to leave the club, we do cut to a secret room inside Zabalba where Howdy is hanging from hooks in his chest. Uh, he's basically mad that they cut him down because he can't get to the small death, which is what the shamans called it.
3: Isn't that where orgasm comes from? <laughs> I'm being 100% serious. Like, I think orgasm has some sort of relevance. There's something about the connection to the small death or something.
0: Pull up browsers and search it, dude. Okay. (laughs) Use just your left hand.
3: Big loads (laughs) plus orgasm.
2: What does he, did anybody write down what he said? I was crossing the, some kind of river or some shit here.
0: It's a lot of like, kind of philosophy. (laughs) He's crossing the river. He's trying to get to the small death.
2: This was the point where I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this guy even talking about? Like, I don't, I haven't understood a word he said.
0: Bones.
3: (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking up orgasm. Oh, la la petite mort. French pronunciation, the little death, is an expression which means the brief loss or weakening of consciousness, and in modern usage refers specifically to the sensation of post- orgasm, as likened to death.
0: Oh man! So that you think that guy was trying to? You think ha- Captain Howdy was trying to blow his load up there?
3: Yeah, I think
0: so. It sounds like he was really close whenever they let him down. They cut the line,
3: why am I not dead and or covered in my own jizz?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I think he would have said something more, you know, besides Eloquent, Eloquent, yeah. Why am I not covered
3: in my own uh, viscous uh bile labor
0: (laughs) my own bile love bile
3: love bile oh fuck that's the name of this show
0: yeah uh let's see where Where do we go
2: after we leave the club kyle
0: Well, Mike, they do have a scene, a brief scene where Mike is back at his house, and it basically is just him turning on a computer. Nothing comes from this scene at all. It could have been completely cut from the film. You wouldn't have lost anything.
2: That scene is to show again that Mr. Gage does not know anything about technology. He doesn't know how to turn the computer off, so he unplugs it. We already know he's bad at technology at this point. But that's, that's when he unplugged it. I thought he
0: unplugged it earlier. He unplugged it earlier. He turned oh, it. He, on he turned this it back time. on. Yeah. Okay. And that's literally all that happens. He turns a computer on.
2: <laughs> look, there's at least three points in this film where people are like, "Oh, you need to check chat rooms." Like they straight up tell the guy, "Like, hey, you might want to look into this, detective." but god damn it I don't know how to use a computer I don't want to tell anybody I don't know how to use this computer future machine
0: so we're basically back at at the at the police office Mike's working he's he's checking out a tribal age magazine just looking at some porn mags at work sir I mean that's kind of what it looks like like his boss comes up and he's like Mike Mike
2: <laughs> and he's please
0: like, stop <laughs> don't hold up your left hand everyone's watching you Mike (laughs) oh this is just
2: for that that body piercing case okay
0: they should have just had the camera turn around and literally every other cop is just watching him look at tribal age mag he's pantsless
2: (laughs) we did fail to mention that we did have our first fucking ankle gun sighting in these films
0: Where'd you see an ankle gun?
2: Christian. When he's, he gets his feet up on the desk, you oh. can see a fucking ankle gun.
0: Uh, is that something? Do you carry an ankle gun at work?
2: On both of my ankles, Kyle.
0: That's good.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. On both of my ankles, Bile.
0: In case they take out your left, you still got something on the right. Yeah. Uh, we find out that Tiana's been dead for 72 hours before she went into the lake. Uh, the coroner found a series of symmetrical puncture wounds made with a number eight surgical needle. Uh, we cut to Captain Howdy back at his shitty house listening to some shitty new metal music.
3: She had a heart condition.
0: She did have a heart condition. Right. That's That's she it. had a
3: heart attack. They said she had a
0: genetic... Our problem. Yep. And then we get to the scene where Mike calls his niece to help him figure out how all these crazy computers and chat rooms work. Hey, it's your Uncle Mike.
2: Once again, they've told him it's the chat rooms. He's not listening.
0: Now, there is a part in here where uh, Angela's kind of coaching him through what to type in the chat room so he seems like a cool teen. Mm-hmm and she tells him to write the following, tinsel, comma butt munch, period, tinsel bomb. And he says, you're kidding, that's the name of a band?
3: Has anybody tried typing that into Google?
0: Why weren't we all in tinsel, butt munch, tinsel bomb? Doesn't roll off the tongue. That sounds like a band that would be in Scott Pilgrim vs. the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh uh, you got the new tinsel butt munch album
2: maybe that was just uh, like a promo for the butthole surfers or something and that's just what they said to put in there
0: I think it's just D. Snyder predicting you know indie rock or whatever you want to call it
2: yeah I would say anything with tinsel definitely uh, That one of those guys plays a flute
3: I'm gonna be, I have still have no idea what any of it means
0: like the, the movie in general? No, but you
3: know the it, tinsel, like, I, I know what tinsel is. I know what bunt munching is, but I don't understand what she was having him say. Like It's,
2: it's the name of this podcast. <laughs> it,
0: it was the name of a band in the fictional world of Helverton,
3: I guess. Tinsel, comma, bunt munch, tinsel bomb?
0: Yeah, tinsel, butt munch, tinsel bomb.
3: Is it like Death from Above nineteen seventy nine, where there was a tinsel bunt munch, and then there were two tinsel
0: tinsel bunt bunches? That could be. So yeah, they, they had, had to
3: add. They had to tack on a tinsel bomb.
0: Yeah, they they had to tack on tinsel bomb to not get sued, basically. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's not the only thing she has in type. Uh, what else do you got? Well, she makes him go in. She takes a look at Captain Howdy's profile, right? That is correct. This is why people like him. He's a cool guy.
0: So I wrote down what his profile had on it, which was his hobbies are street hockey, snowboarding, and going to concerts. Street hockey was so fucking
3: huge (laughs) in the late 90s, man.
0: Which admittedly uh. all of those things are what a cool guy would do yeah and then just to top it off his there was a part on his profile where you could put a quote in and his was hey bud where's the kegger <laughs> and it is it's it's the logical conclusion like this guy's he's fucking cooler than us we, we got to update your profile asap mhm we look like idiots with water skiing in here. Mm -hmm.
3: But what they don't know is that he took a look at their profile prior to them changing theirs.
0: Yep, Yeah, Captain Howdy watches the profile update in real time.
3: (laughs) Dan, did you play street hockey? Oh yeah. It was fucking huge in the 90s, right? Totally, man. Yeah.
2: You had the ball. You roller, I had the, ball. the blades. We used to play in Germany. We'd play other uh, towns, man. They'd come to the teen center.
3: Fucking the teen center, making another <laughs> appearance.
0: <laughs> did uh, you ever, um, did you ever like lose a game and then just beat the shit out of them? Nah.
2: That was the time that, like, some of my buddies were super into ICP, so they would. Paint their faces like Shaggy, Two Dope, and Violent J. You were on an ICP themed no, 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 street, they, hockey no, no. street hockey team. <laughs> street Those two guys were not not everybody else.
3: Goalkeepers,
0: how do they work? Was it uh the
2: the jug of glow goals? Mm. No, no, it was just two guys, and halfway through they would throw Fago all over the the place and we'd get disqualified.
0: So you like the other team would go two points up. They would get mad and just start spraying everyone with Faygo, and
2: The game would be over.
3: Let's go Faygo.
2: <laughs> and then they would try to battle rap with, with the other towns and yeah. Tough oh, times. I,
0: I meant to say at this part, uh there are some new chat rooms that are available. Uh, Number one is Lesbian Corner. Then you get Teen Flirts 1 through 5. trackies 1 through 4. They didn't want to get sued for calling them Trekkies. Uh, Teen Chat 1 through 8. And then Lovin' More.
3: Why wouldn't Captain Howdy be in
0: Teen Flirt? He was in Teen Chat.
3: I know. Why wouldn't he be in Teen Flirt?
0: I feel like that would be so much easier. You know, I I feel like... You just get used to where you go, you know?
2: This is the only teen that he was ever after, though.
3: I was just thinking that myself. The rest of the people, like the rest of the victims that we see...
2: They're all, like, older people. Yeah,
3: they're all from the aviation (laughs) chat forum.
0: (laughs) You think he was telling them he had some, like... Sweet models of a uh, World War II bombers. That yeah, they should well, come over? Just at. thinking to myself, like,
3: What was that monologue that he wrote about? You know, if God had chosen man to fly, <laughs> you know.
2: Are we to the point where somebody says "megabyte and ass"? Yet
3: that is this part. That is this part. That's Christian on
0: the phone. Just like Icarus who flew too close to the sun. <laughs> man may never know his boundaries. <laughs> the only
3: thing
2: man was meant to
3: feel was pain.
2: And this is where we cut to the penis piercing, right?
3: Uh, that might be around here. The apple Lang.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, I know that's around here. Cause yeah, cause the the people I guess that run or own the chat room call Christian oh, wait, lays wait. into him.
0: Bef- before we get there, there is a scene where uh, Mike sets up a meet with Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy's already on to him. Mike sends a full raid squad over to a house, and there's just an old couple banging in there. Wait. Blue, you're my boy! Two things. That guy is going to town.
2: <laughs> yeah, he is!
3: And this is also the, uh, they did the math segment. Uh, did you guys happen to count how many SWAT guys they showed jumping over that fence?
0: <laughs> no, but I, I thought you were about to say, did you count how many rings these elderly people had inside of them like a tree? <laughs>
2: I thought he was gonna count old blue's pumps. Combined. I
3: legit I actually thought about counting the pumps because I think they show a good three or four yeah, good. solid <laughs> pumps. I think he's Tommy Weissoing it a little bit. I think he's up on her belly. But yeah, oh, they yeah. they show eight SWAT guys all in the same frame jump over this little fence. It was great. <laughs>
2: I will bring up a point here that there are no warrants in this movie. So Captain Howdy could have got off the whole fucking time.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, you know, he agrees to meet up. Like, he doesn't even know if this is going to work or not. And he basically just sends a full SWAT team over.
3: Uh, That that would be probable cause for a raid. And the audio would 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 still be admissible or whatever you'd call it the fact that he could prove in this audio i heard a dog bark while i was out there
0: that's not this part yet
3: no no but i'm what he was saying what dan's saying is that there's no warrants for any of the the raids that would still be fine there was probable cause for the fact that where this was they gave me this address i could hear the dog barking i went around the back i saw the bag full of hypodermic needles and while I did go in, it would still
0: hold up. So I think as the SWAT yeah, team is moving I think there's in, enough outside.
2: Never uh, reads him his rights.
0: He
3: says, give me a reason, asshole.
2: Well, that's <laughs> he, a crazy scene. You have scene. two options
3: now. You can hold <laughs> a gun to somebody's head, say, give me a reason, or you read him the Miranda
0: rights. I mean, that's a crazy scene because just... Asking someone who has kidnapped and tortured your daughter to give you a reason. Yeah. It's like,
3: what else do you want me to do?
0: I think you're already there, There she dude. is, right there. <laughs> yeah. You, you, can, you can literally see the reason.
3: Because I could set her on fire.
2: Let me go a sec. I guess I need to give you a real reason here.
0: So I think intercut with the raid squad is where we get the scenes where Captain Howdy is preparing a young man for an apple wing piercing which is, it looks like it's just a bar straight through the head of your dick.
2: That's what I gathered from the 18 times they cut to the picture of it.
3: I just paused it.
0: (laughs) Bones, I'm sure in the last two days you've given yourself one of these. I thought I heard some dinging.
3: (laughs) Did you notice how fast I went to the bathroom?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just a bunch of
2: bile leaking out of there. Dude, what kind of makeup are you using for your face tattoo?
3: I gotta pee in the shower.
2: (laughs) Uh, No, I can't get by the magnets, guys. No. Uh,
0: This is the part where Mike uh, basically wakes up in his car. Okay, so this is also just a bad, like... Cut? Well, it's like Captain Howdy, he has set up this fake raid. But at the same time, he's also sent the police basically one house over from where he lives. Mm -hmm. Which seems like a big mistake. Why not give them an address on the other end of Helverton? Mm -hmm.
3: Were we not able to track stuff in the 90s? Like, were we not able to track IPs and all that shit?
2: I don't know. Uh, maybe not it's I don't even know that
3: show works now but especially because you were having to call in I think
2: you know, that came you were
3: about to dial in
2: I think that came about more like with phones I think
3: yeah but I totally agree with you It, it's simply for the sake of the story that right. he has them call in next door
2: go ahead it's a fact for destroy the that there's a random ass fucking dog tied to a fence.
3: I don't yeah. mind the dog thing.
2: Yeah, the dog thing. I, I like works. the dog thing, I, but yeah. the guy could have been walking the dog. He It didn't have to be tied to the fucking fence. Yeah. Hello, Bean.
0: Yeah, Bean's saying what's there up. There
3: should have been... Yeah. There fucking should have been a hundred different things different with this movie. But.
2: <laughs> Easy solutions... That so, could have made the flow a little better.
0: Yeah. So Mike Mike does start chatting with Howdy again. Howdy knows he's a cop. They somehow start over dial-up and whatever connection Mike is on start trading audio clips in real time. That's so what I'm
2: saying. The fucking internet is damn good there in Helltown, Colorado.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I think about this all the time that my internet is slow and sucking ass. I remember the time watching the beastie boys intergalactic video on dial up it looked great i said mom you got to come in here and look at this she had no fucking idea what i was watching there was a cardboard robot i said this looks great i think about that all the time i'm like how the fuck was i able to watch the beastie
0: boys intergalactic video
3: in great clarity on fucking dial up i'm telling you it's all it's all bullshit how,
0: how long did it take you to get that video though
3: Oh, it was a good Great four days.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's like a four-day download. On
3: Monday. Yeah. I started downloading I used to download the Rick D's Top 40. I would start downloading it, I think, Sunday night, and I would listen to it Tuesday. And I would call my mom and like, Mom, there's this band called Eve Six. And she'd roll her eyes and walk off. <laughs>
0: mom get in here biles on the radio no no <laughs> this is
2: 1998 yeah you ever, you ever heard a little band called corn when was this released October of 1998 this is right this was right before like corn takes over
3: this is when I moved back to the states. So this was not on my radar at all. Because was, of this
2: movie? <laughs> I was in Germany.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so Eve 6 to me was like the hardest shit on the radio.
2: this is a banger, bro. <laughs> you hear that fucking solo?
0: <laughs> I mean, that Eve 6 song is not bad. No, it's a good song. I mean, yeah, it's a great song.
2: The one Eve 6 song?
0: Yeah, the one. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. dude.
2: I'll swallow my rhymes. i would choke on my lack thereof. let leave me empty inside. Yeah. No. Is that it?
0: Yeah, that's the one, no. dude.
2: No, that's... No. That's not it. That, that's, that uh, is it.
3: What I was rocking. That's it. That's the song.
2: Yeah. No, that's not the song. That is
3: the song. That is Eve 6, Inside Out.
2: Yeah. Why am I thinking of Lit? What, what is Lit?
3: Lit? Okay. Own Add worst enemy. Own, my own worst enemy. Own worst enemy. Yeah. But then also... uh the complicated song. You make me I, completed. Yeah.
2: Completely miserable.
3: Yeah.
2: Same band.
0: Captain Mike lines up the dog barking on the audio. He's figured it out. Cracked this case wide open. Fuck it. Uh, he looks at the house next door. Notice it has shit covered windows. That's a pretty good sign for something bad's going on inside.
3: Captain everything, Howdy has the worst house. Everything else on the ho- outside of the house looks great.
0: Yeah. Looks great on the outside and looks terrible great. inside. It's not until
3: you see the you get up close on the windows.
0: The windows are covered in shit. There's a bag you, of old needles outside.
3: What do you think uh Captain Howdy looks like in his gardening gear? Like when he's doing yard work. <laughs> I, I Good boy.
2: Good boy, Lassie. We found the murderer.
3: Do you think he's wearing like some Duluth Trading Company cargo pants uh-huh. and
2: my one issue is he never got up and changed the CD. Like
0: I think he goes out to garden nude and he suspends himself from the roof. Just hover, hovers like, over with like a coasters. marionette. No, yeah, like, exactly. Like That's honey
2: it. I shrunk the kids, like when he's looking for the kids in the lawn. <laughs> Rick Morales is that that guy's name?
3: Rick Morales? I think he's Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> Rick moral ass <laughs>
2: <laughs> Didn't he just get punched in the face or something? Kyle, that's with fucking respect.
0: <laughs> he did. He did get punched in the face, which is a bummer.
2: Yeah, we're an yeah, we are an anti punched in the face podcast. Yeah,
0: we don't support punching Rick Morrill <laughs> ass in his face. <laughs> Captain Howdy
3: uh, does not know how to throw away needles.
0: No, dude. He's thrown throws them in a bag. He's got so damn many of them.
2: How can you possibly be into that shit like twenty four seven? Like I I would see it like masturbation. It's like a, you know, a a 15 to 10 minute period of like, all right, I'm going to shove this fucking needle through my scrotum. Like, (laughs) like he can't be doing this shit. He's really living up to what he is, I guess. Yeah. Dedication.
0: Uh, This is the part where Mike finds Howdy's body mod dungeon, finds his daughter Jenny. Uh, Howdy punch stuns Mike at one point. Uh, Mike shoots Howdy in the leg. This is the give me a reason scene uh,
2: forty one minutes into the film we finally see what Captain Howdy looks like
3: i'm I'm totally fine with that. I thought they showed too much of him earlier.
2: I thought
0: he'd look like D Snyder, so I got that part right. <laughs> Good guess. Uh, I also thought there was a funny part in this scene where Mike basically gags Howdy with something that he could just spit out. Like, he doesn't wrap anything around it. Doesn't secure it.
2: Well, he handcuffs him, don't he?
0: I don't think at this part he does. He had shot him in the knee or something. Uh, he's that's he's
3: right. handcuffed.
2: Is he? Because I yeah. said he got up, and I'm like, he could easily just go over there and, like, smash his head in
0: all right but if i shove if i handcuff you and then put a sock in your mouth you could just Um, spit that out
2: no i'm done man i'm fucking done (laughs)
0: uh captain howdy he gets arrested here so this
3: i I, I, sorry the um i would say good on his daughter for actually trying to do the no he's behind you sort of head motion you know um I still don't understand what was was she handcuffed? What was the
0: lock situation there?
3: They don't ever actually show what he was trying to undo. Just I that think he she, was struggling with it.
0: I think she does have some kind of like thing around her wrist cuz I okay. think there's a part where there's like a wide shot it's just for like a second but I think you can kind of see her like hands together.
3: Yeah, okay. And I I didn't necessarily hate that because he would be sp- he would be amped up trying to let her go, Uh you know, and her, her having the, her mouth sewn shut and everything. But I just liked the fact that it, they actually showed her trying to, you know, warn him in some sort of way. Um, I, I think it's actually kind of effective of it's, it's sort of scary that whole him walking in, uncovering that him pretending to be kind of locked up like he was. Mm -hmm.
2: But With all the other 30 people that were in the house that nobody gave a shit about.
0: Now, it does seem like at this point in the movie, it it should have just ended. Like, this would be a logical conclusion for the (laughs) film.
2: I will say that this is where we have a lot of... I think they had a a lot of issues starting right now. Yeah.
3: Starting now?
2: Yeah. Well... (laughs) You you can clearly see it. You had (sighs) $1.1 million in 1998 for this. Like, there's no reason for some of this.
3: this. This is, I think, an interesting take that he gets caught if it's not his daughter. If it's somebody else and then he comes back however you you work it out to where he comes back later and kidnaps his daughter and does all of that. I kind of like him getting caught.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I wanted to see more of that. Yeah. But it seems like we kind of just like, here's this and cut to Robert Unglund coming through the glass.
3: Yes. Now I think is the, you've made it this far you obviously don't give a fuck about logic at all,
0: right? Mm. Like, we got to like,
2: end this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we do get a montage where uh, Captain Howdy gets arrested. He basically pleads insanity is what we hear in kind of like a voiceover. Uh, and then we also find out that just four years later he's being released. Uh, I don't he's na- now going by his name, Carlton Hendricks. What's that, Bones?
3: I was just going to say this whole section of the movie deserved a lot more time.
0: Yeah, it seems very rushed.
3: Yeah. I would and have
2: liked to see more.
3: It's simultaneously, I think, an interesting idea and so poorly executed that it's laughable. Yeah. Yeah everything from his performance the timidness the score the way it everything is just so sad and also the fact that you're not showing the family at all Mm -hmm. You're, you're not cutting to the detective you're not cutting to the daughter you're not doing any of that like it it swivels and it's all about him for this certain section you know
0: well and it's also you get no sense that he is remorseful or changed <laughs> like it's just kind of like, yeah, I played insanity it's four years later I'm getting released
3: yeah it's yeah it's more of a, uh feel sorry for me like mm-hmm. the the way that it's shot and the way that he moves it's it it makes him a tragic character or it's yeah. attempting to.
2: I probably seen this movie first in maybe maybe 1999 maybe the year 2000 but for some reason I remember for some reason I remember him being in there longer and it really hitting the like bible like he really got into the whole Jesus thing but I guess and from like what what we saw there's nothing I mean I think he has a bible in his hand doesn't he at one I, point, when I was talking so to the guy,
3: on the first viewing, I don't think so. Upon the second viewing, okay. I don't think so, because he doesn't—he's not quoting it at all. He doesn't quote the Bible or mention the Bible at all. That so? I said the tow truck driver is probably the best performance of the movie, but I think the most interesting character is his like caretaker here in the hospital,
0: the guy who just comes to tell him like he's getting released.
3: Yeah. Who I thought was like, uh, is his name Bokeem? Bokeem Woodbine? That actor? You know what I'm talking is that,
0: about? Is that who it is? I th- that's who yeah. I
3: thought it was. I don't know if it is him, but he certainly looked like a thinner version of him.
0: That's crazy.
3: But I, you could legit stretch this out for 10 minutes and build this up and build yeah. up a little bit more remorse, build up his character with that, show the, um, the daughter now in college, show the mom, show the, you know, the detective. Um, Because it is so jarring. Yeah.
2: Uh, so we get the uh, Michael Jackson man in the mirror moment where he's painting his face for, of his face tattoos.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Is he supposed to be hearing what their shit, talk- like the woman or the nurse or whatever shit talking him? Because yeah, that's the a good question. Because yeah, there's like dialogue about you know, no, he's been released, and then there you see like a or you hear a female nurse say, you know, now what he did to those kids, you know, I wouldn't release him. You know, he's a monster. I, th-
0: I think I thought that was just kind of voiceover like okay. of people discussing him or well, you know, like his release is happening.
3: Yeah. He's playing it almost in a way like he can hear them outside the door.
0: Yeah. Uh, Howdy comes home to a completely trashed house There's a crowd of people outside Did you guys catch
3: How does he still have a house
2: (laughs) I wondered the same thing
3: Why is he not Why is he not in a halfway home
2: (laughs) And it was so trashed that there was two Broken beer bottles on the floor Oh
3: shit Who paid the property tax on this house for four years
0: Maybe He didn't have a job What the fuck did he he do independently wealthy guys yeah. i mean you,
3: you totally when he what they mentioned five minutes before the movie ends your dad was a marine <laughs> captain <laughs> hero yeah. yeah i totally you could say independently wealthy came from money yada yada but got all that money all with of the parents bills, died. his fucking lawyer is in like a three-piece suit like is not a public defender you know
0: I mean, guys, these these body mods don't grow on trees. I mean, you know, that takes that real money. Is exp-
3: I have thousands. We haven't really talked about the fact that Dan and I got thousands of dollars of ink in us, right? Yeah. I know,
2: Kyle, what's yours? $45? Scrap that. Cut that from the podcast. Okay, Sorry. <laughs> Kyle, you're gonna add to that tattoo, and Time. you're gonna add a gauge to Time that asshole. Time stamp that. That's one I think, hour twenty I minutes. Think we, in. I'd you, give you fifty
3: dollars is... if you change the four to a nine.
0: No,
2: I'll pay for it. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> What's gonna go next to that teardrop? You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what true. I was talking
0: about. I have a puddle next to the teardrop. <laughs> mm.
3: Yeah, I, uh, it's it's really fucked up to me that he still has that house.
0: <laughs> well, so outside of Captain Howdy's Captain Howdy's house, there's a group of people that's that all Jake
2: Cruz is fucking fighting for, and this guy just gets out of fucking jail and he already has a house. My
3: God's going to see you burn in hell, you sorry son of a bitch! Did you guys see the signs? Christians
0: that they had?
2: against moral decay.
0: Did you see the signs that they had outside <laughs> yeah. of his house? Something they had about a, We're castration, not right? So that the the three that I wrote down, one of them was we're not going to take it. Which of course you got to get that in there. Mm-hmm. But then the the two that I really liked were, um, let's see, there was a yeah, castration for defamation was one of them.
2: Yeah,
3: and then that sounds a, like a what was OJ's <laughs> lawyer name?
0: Uh,
2: the uh, Kardashian, like John no, Cochrane. But- Johnny yeah, Cochran.
3: Cochran. Cochran. Yeah. If you if it don't fit, you must
0: quit. Yeah.
2: Castration for
3: defamation
0: sounds like a Johnny Cochran thing. And then the one that I love the most, it's only visible for like a split second when they like cut to the crowd. But somebody has a sign that says four more years. I thought that was the funniest shit. Because
2: <laughs> he was in... The <laughs> in the middle, the middle institution <laughs> for four years. He got confused, dude. He thought it was the. Uh, oh, man. It's just some random guy. Like, oh, shit, they're doing I a thing for the I president.
3: I did not see that shit.
0: You got to go back and look, dude. Okay. It is the funniest fucking thing. And that's when I was like, all right, I kind of feel like this movie is leaning into it a little bit at this point. Like, they got to this point in filming and they were just like, oh, who cares anymore? <laughs> like, we're working on this D. Snyder movie. <laughs> Throw a four more years sign in.
3: Uh, m- I, so, I think you bring up my number one complaint with this movie is the is the lack of humor. <sighs> this movie is so full of itself.
2: Yeah. It's yeah.
3: taking itself so seriously and does not. And it's my problem with horror in general. I remember being younger and being very... I think you and I have had arguments about this, and Dan and I have had arguments about this. Danny and I, you know, other people that we knew, I used to just take a staunch, like, I don't like horror because it, I don't like it making me purposely trying to feel that thing. Right. To feel terror without any sense of humor. It was American Psycho. It was some certain Jason movies. It was, you know... Halloween to me is the is like the perfect example of like terror, but not really specifically to make you just feel gross and bad, right? So any sort of movie that just aims to make you just feel gross, Rob Zombie's Halloween, uh-huh. is such a departure for that. You know what I mean? Most Rob Zombie movies, really. Um, if you don't have any sort of humor or the fact that like this is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. and, And lean into that. I can't really get on board.
0: Well, I think you get interesting, like, I think you get interesting opportunities for horror, like, for comedy in horror that doesn't necessarily belong just to, like, just because of how low budget some of it is, so... I think there is, like, unintentional horror in some of this stuff. I mean, putting a sign in the background that says four more years is inherently a funny thing to add to this movie. <laughs> so, oh, ab-
3: absolutely, but I but, think it's 50 minutes too late.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. I feel like a movie like this, it if D. Snyder wasn't probably so full of himself, like, this could have been a much more entertaining movie mm-hmm. if they had just mixed in some, like, let's do a fun thing that's, like, kind of campy kind of goofy yeah um and i think there was like if they had done that this prob this movie would probably be like better received you know
3: yeah i think you you have to be you have to have like suspense terror or gross right you cannot anytime you have like you try to just do all three without any sense of humor it doesn't work for me like mm-hmm. alien can be just super fucking suspenseful and slightly gross. Mm -hmm. You know, like it it verges on that. A Friday the 13th movie can be suspenseful and fucking campy, so it works. A Nightmare on Elm Street can be gross, you know, with a little bit of horror, but a lot of humor, and it kind of works. And when I joked about, like, not being able to eat when I saw his teeth and saw her kind of, the first time they show her mouth sewn shut, it's just shot in a way and it's very serious you know and and that lack of humor doesn't doesn't work for me and then 40 minutes later into the movie you have a four more years you know sort of joke and that I'm like you've you've totally eradicated and like you said if you would go back and keep that attitude yeah 30 minutes ago i'd be more on board right right dan thoughts
2: I'm trying to, for some reason, I want to say maybe did D. Schneider say he was going to run for president at one point? I don't know why that That might be a thing. Maybe that was why they put that there. I don't know. It might be somebody else, though. Why I thought at f- one point there was a time where he was like, gonna do politics or some shit
3: why do i feel like he has a connection to trump
2: maybe.
3: was he on the celebrity apprentice season yes i think so okay maybe that's
2: yeah maybe i don't know maybe i thought maybe he was First gonna do politics at one point
0: Oh, uh, there there is an article from 2017 where the headline is d snyder says i'm not friends with trump anymore <laughs> Oh, okay. So I guess he kind of went, you know,
3: friendship ended. Yeah, no, <laughs> no longer I think best he, friend.
2: I think he was on The Apprentice at one point.
3: Okay, I didn't know if it was like some uh, like a New York thing or what. I
2: don't know. But who's Kyle, wh-
3: who's more full of themselves, D. Snyder or Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons. Uh,
2: yeah, Gene Simmons. I mean, for sure. They sell coffins, dude. Come
0: on. Yeah, I mean, Snyder made obviously like a vanity movie for himself, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Gene Simmons has coffins with his face on it. So, you,
3: but you can't sell a Quiet Riot. No, he wasn't
0: in Quiet Riot, was he? <laughs>
3: Twisted Sister. I was gonna say you can't sell a Quiet Riot coffin. That would confuse all the parishioners. <laughs> Twisted Sister. Were they in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yes, Yes. sir. Are they on the lot there? Okay.
2: This movie is based off of a song that he wrote. Mm -hmm. Did you guys listen to that song?
0: I did not listen to it, but I did read that fact.
2: I listened to it. Both songs. Well... Off of the Stay Hungry album from 1984, uh, Horror Terra. uh, (laughs) A is called Captain Howdy, and B is called Street Justice. So it's pretty much just lyrics of stay away from Captain Howdy. And then the Street Justice is whenever he goes to the jury. And and, uh, the uh, judge has just got back from a five beer lunch so he just lets him off cause <laughs> and the killer's loose so there you go
3: I usually let most things go after a few beers
2: hell yeah dude five beers yeah
3: I mean it only took me three and a half to spill a shit ton of it on my keyboard here I don't know if you saw that ten minutes ago <laughs>
2: I don't That's, know, but I think uh, it is a good time to take a beer break right now because I'm out. Okay. All right. Let me timestamp, and then we can get into Robert and Hell yeah, dude! My One of, heart of the better hunter. parts of this Losing movie. My heart on. <laughs> Wearing this diaper.
0: We get back to Captain Howdy. Freddy Krueger is angrily watching the press conference. He says, somebody's got to take that boy out.
3: Isn't it shot like he's not even there?
0: I don't know if he was there at the same time that they were filming that. Yeah,
3: it's shot almost like uh, as a pickup.
0: Yeah, he's like, it cuts to a whole separate close-up of him. And he is fucking mean muggin
3: you know he uh, was almost Hans, i say almost but i think he auditioned to be han solo
2: damn that would have been awesome i yeah. think
3: the i think the story is he was mark hamill's roommate robert england went out for han solo and told mark hamill hey there's this movie star wars that they're casting i think you should go out for it and then that was obviously when he went out for it. Damn. Can you imagine Robert England as Han Solo? Shit would have been tight, dude. Fucking Jabba, you're making me lose my heart on
2: here. (laughs) While I'm watching this illegal porn. Yeah.
3: Uh, Greedo, uh, why don't you round up the boys?
0: We cut over back to Kruger. He's slamming beers, getting pissed. Uh, he's watching the news coverage of.
2: Where's your fucking daughter at? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: now, the poli- okay. So was this his stepdaughter?
2: Yeah, or was it's he gotta be.
3: Or was he doing that thing where it's?
2: It's your kid.
3: Yeah, it's your kid. Fuck, you know she takes after you, not me.
2: Nah, this has got to be a stepdad situation, man. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I don't even think he's the, like, stepdad. I think he's just a guy who's dating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not even a common law? No. <laughs> he can walk away at any point.
2: He's going to go out for the cigarettes and not come back. Yeah. Listen, I'm seem... not
3: doing that dance in front of <laughs> in front of any woman. That hasn't
2: signed a prenup.
0: Well, that's what separates you and, and Robert England, dude.
2: I thought that was a great fucking scene, though. That was a great scene. We'll get there. Okay. Don't worry, baby Sorry. bird.
3: Damn, <laughs> it's was taking so long.
2: Hey, keep it going, Bile.
0: Kruger slamming beers. He calls up his buddy, G-Man. I think Howdy's got Kelly. Bring the equipment.
2: Well, I like how he says somebody's got to take this boy out, and then that night, whilst he's watching the news, reminds him that, oh, yeah, I got to fucking do that.
0: Yeah, hey, he's like, it, it could be me. I could take him out.
2: <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, I said that. I, I guess I got to fucking do this.
3: I have that uh, same sort of thought about Medicare for all. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just four thirty, five o'clock on my way home, I'm like, fuck, man, we got to get Medicare for all. At 11 o'clock, I'm calling my neighbor. <laughs> get the tools.
0: <laughs> hey, man. Bring
3: bring the gear.
2: Have you been drinking IPAs again? Don't yeah, you don't worry tell about me it. when I've
3: had enough. We gotta get people health care.
2: Just get over here, man.
0: Uh, we cut over and find out that Kelly's actually just banging dudes at a shitty motel, and they're also listening to new metal music.
2: By the way, we have the world's smallest nipples on that guy. Woo Talk about some tiny nips.
3: Okay. Another scene that I'll put on the is this necessary chopping block.
0: Just saying. Tiny well, I think nips. You need to see that, you know, Kelly's not been taken prisoner
2: by Captain Howdy. She doesn't have a gauge through her
3: uh I, I never for one moment thought she was. <laughs>
0: I don't know I, if we were the target audience for this film. I,
3: I, it was pretty clear to me that that Freddy Krueger was a drunk.
0: Oh, like. <laughs> uh, look at this genius just putting it all together, huh? Uh, you Four, knew more she,
2: years, buddy.
0: You knew she hadn't been taken, did you?
2: That's my job,
0: Krue. Uh, crew- <laughs> Kruger gets his buddies the proud boys together they go
2: over and beat the shit out of Captain Howdy well I will say quickest cut ever of Robert England coming through a window of Captain Howdy's house
3: you think that was a hungry man what (laughs) they show Captain Howdy just sitting there at that eating that dinner (laughs) watching the news you know what I mean yeah. It's so fuck. Like we I don't I think we just sort of blew over how pathetic he looks in the oh dickies and the cardigan and Snyder
2: just... said that wearing the cardigan was the hardest part of the film. <laughs> That's what he said.
3: Yeah. I mean, he really is he's he's really amping up the patheticness, the pathetic <laughs> How pathetic that is. But that, so see, I, when he's sitting in front of the TV watching the news about every, how everybody hates him and eating.
2: I, I told myself, I said, has he seen some of the shit he's worn in Twisted Sister? I mean.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice
3: how narrow his hips are?
2: Oh, well, I didn't go that far. I know this.
3: Man. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking at a guy's hips.
2: But I just told a guy that had the smallest nipples in the world.
3: Fair enough, but when he get when they show him get up from that park bench, and he gets out of the way of the lady, he had like Timothy Oliphant narrow hips. <laughs> you will never look at Timothy Oliphant the same way. Enjoy I'll never
2: that. I'll never look at Dee Schneider again. Because guess who's going to Twisted Sister in twenty twenty one guys? Hell yeah, dude! We are.
3: I will. La-
0: laundry boys are going. I'm
3: filling out a four more year sign and see if he gets the <laughs> reverence.
0: <laughs> hell yeah, dude! Uh,
2: sign the strange land VHS.
0: Oh, dude! I bet he would love that shit. Yeah,
2: I'm telling you, if he hears this, he's calling. I talked uh, to D. Snyder. Hell yeah, dude! I'd have so many questions.
3: I was. I watched an interview with him where he basically. Uh, he co-created Headbanger's Ball.
0: Well, after, uh, like, reading about... Go Go ahead. ahead. No, you. Please. I was just gonna say, like, reading about this movie, he, like, right after it came out, he had all these plans for Strangeland 2. And And we'll get there. I'm honestly like, where the fuck is it, dude? Because after watching this, I would love to see it. I just want to know the further adventures of Captain (laughs) Howdy.
2: Well, Kyle, I'm gonna put some knowledge, put some knowledge on you and these listeners.
0: Uh, we cut over to Mike in his cop car. He sees all this going down, but he doesn't do anything about it. Turns the other cheek. Uh, the proud boys take Captain Howdy out to a tree and hang well, him.
3: We are literally rolling over a really important part here. The fact that they bust his uh meds yes his, his meds fall out of his pocket and they drive over them
0: yep i did write this down but yep. by the time i got to the end of the film i didn't think it was that important
3: those were some strong <laughs> ass drugs dude
0: yeah <laughs> Is, in that in, in that lollipop interview that he did he's talking about how it's like well, you think about these guys and it's like with just a little bit of compassion and medicine, they could be as normal as you or me. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if a guy that kidnaps and tortures people is just a pill away. <laughs>
3: I The bleeding heart liberal in me is sort of touched by the fact that he brought up the compassion part because the the orderly that I brought up before. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was like, man, I want to see more of that relationship. Like that's fascinating to me, somebody who can show that sort of compassion to somebody and have that. The bummer is, is that it takes him not having his pills. I mean, it's more, I think the near death experience that wakes him up or breaks that. Mm -hmm. I think it's that short because it's what, 20 minutes
0: yeah, yeah. Not
3: having his pills and getting almost killed, and within twenty minutes he's back to his regular self.
0: Yeah, anyway. he's, he he probably has an alarm that goes off every fifteen minutes. He's got to pop one of those bad boys to stay stay sane.
3: A worse movie, a literally a worse movie would have had a scene that said, "All right, now remember to take your pills."
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, the proud boys hang howdy. It starts to rain. They leave because it's like, it's fun to be at a lynching, but it's also like, if the weather turns, then you kind of, you know, it's time to go home.
2: Mm -hmm. Shit, rain ruins everything. Yeah. Wait,
0: sorry.
3: They haven't even hung him yet, and he's giving the death is like an old friend
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
3: in the Captain Howdy voice. That's bullshit, right? That's just bad writing.
0: I think maybe he just thought he was gonna die, so it's like, you know, I'll tap into this one more time.
3: Yeah. I think it would have been I it would have been better, I think, to play up the the patheticness, like the sad part. Right. You know what I mean? And almost a more of accepting of it, I think.
0: You know, if we can just get D Snyder to get, put d- up. Get him on the phone. Three hours, three hour director's cut.
3: Yeah, let's reshoot this fucker.
0: I'm sure all this will be fleshed out.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, howdy doesn't die. The tree branch breaks, he pops up. What a rush! We cut back over to uh, Kruger, who's setting Spread Eagle with cowboy boots on and tidy whities, torqued. He's thrown on some, what looks to be rape porn.
2: Yeah, it's it looks pretty, uh, I thought that was the worst part of the movie. Uh, it's like, whoa, where did they find this movie at? Yeah. Uh,
0: I thought this scene, like, kind of going back to what you said, Bones, I thought this scene was actually, like, almost shot to be purposefully funny, where his wife comes in, and yeah. she's <laughs> doing this thing, and he starts mimicking it. Mm-hmm. And they're both doing this, like, weird dance kind of herky-jerky thing. It's one of those things, too, where it's, like, it goes on for, like, three beats too long. And it's almost like it's funny because of that. Like, they just keep cutting back to her, cutting back to him, Mm -hmm. cut back to her.
3: And then he starts to get frustrated. Right. With, like, what the fuck is going—all right, yeah, you know, Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's they. They somehow nail that scene. Mm-hmm.
2: Starting to lose my heart on.
0: Uh, Captain Howdy is fully back at this point. He has. He con he contacts Mike. I noticed at this point that his screen name was Captain Howdy five seven nine earlier his name was just captain howdy so i guess because of the trial you probably got a lot of copycats out there online
3: had the exact same thought (laughs) that means somebody went captain howdy two captain howdy three yeah you know
0: well and it's like as you were saying he didn't lose his house but he did lose his screen name in this process which is probably even worse for him (laughs) Do you think My he signed? That
2: was how come Gage just has a fucking chat room still open on his fucking computer because he doesn't know how to use it and he never shut it off the first time.
0: Maybe he's into it now. You know, he's out there chatting it up, hanging out in Teen Chat One.
3: The fact that there was no update to the forum, <laughs> like like look in four years.
2: Yeah. You know what I
3: mean? Like, there should have been some subtle, like, they went through all the effort of spray painting and graffitiing, like, Howdy's house and shit to show, like, oh, this is the passage of time. But there was no element to that in the technology. I think that was an oversight.
0: Uh, howdy Howdy calls Mike. Howdy has his fang teeth again, <laughs> which is crazy because it's like they probably did a lot of dental work to fix that, and he's just recarved them.
3: That could have been a terrifying scene.
0: Yeah. Of if like you him cut, breaking you cut him. to him with a chisel. Just
3: yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure they were probably what capped. Yeah. You know, and if he's breaking them off with pliers. Yep. In front of fucking like, Freddy.
0: Uh, Howdy strings Kruger up by his nips. He's also got a woman named Sonny who looks like she's in some kind of personal flying machine. She looks like she's about to enter Red Bull Flutog.
3: Yeah, that was the she, the Christian mom, right? Yeah. yeah. She's she's the leader sorry, of Sorry, son the, of a
2: bitch. She's the leader of the Christians Against Moral Decay.
0: Camda? That thing he has her in, though, is like... It looks like she's just going to jump in the air and... Fly away. Mm-hmm. My
2: question is where the fuck does he get all this shit at?
0: Yeah, he's moved very quickly at this he's point.
2: It's a, a crafty little bastard.
0: He's re tattooed, he's carved his teeth again, he's made torture devices. Man. Uh this is where we see the sign. It finally says, Welcome to Helltown. <laughs> We find out Jenny is missing again. She's been <laughs> checked out of school early.
3: Did you believe her uh, little her nightmare?
0: When she has that? Uh I did for a second. yeah
3: i really I really do think you're you're missing a sequence or two with her trying to adjust to normal life you know, the detective trying to come down, the mom a little, You know what I mean? Like...
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I hope that's the only time I said, you know what I mean, this episode. And listening back to other episodes, I realized I say,
0: you know what I mean? Don't worry about it, man. I say, like, every three words, uh, so...
3: I don't notice it. Uh, but I, I... And it's... I think it's another thing that adds to... The category of making me feel bad you know or sort of skipping over the fact that they don't really talk about the home life or talk about the impact on Genevieve she really is just a victim yeah throughout the whole movie
0: you know her her character's only purpose is to be kidnapped and re-kidnapped
3: yeah and the same with the mom the mom's purpose is really only there is to to feel oh my god where's my daughter Yeah, you know, it it could have been something as simple as like Mike's retired now.
0: Well, you know, uh, or uh, go ahead. I mean, that's just the problem with D. Snyder writing a movie for D. Snyder is it's like he only focused on one single character, so it's kind of like everyone Mm -hmm. outside of him is just to service whatever he's doing. Yeah, Uh, it was a. You've oh, seen go ahead.
3: you've seen the new or the most recent Halloween
0: twenty eighteen uh, the Danny McBride one. Yeah, I think or, he wrote yeah. it. I think it yeah, was. Yeah.
3: Uh, I forget the the guy who actually directed it. But I thought that was a good touch. The fact that she was sort of you know they sort of talk about Laurie and she's aware of him being moved. You know she sort of tracks his movements. Mm-hmm. You know we could have we could have been told about captain howdy being released through the pov of the gauge family Mm -hmm. you know it could have been some a reporter comes to their door and how do you feel about him being released and they do that later on i think there's like an inappropriate reporter that asked the detective you know but you could have built that up i know we're like you said it's it's d snyder focusing on himself rather than other characters Yep. but I think it would have it really would have made his comeback a lot more terrifying if it's happening kind of behind
2: well that's my point you have 1.1 million dollars in 1998 like this should have been better than what it is that's pretty decent for what you know this type of film For like a
0: small budget movie,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where did it go? Did half a million go to 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 Zabulba?
0: I would guess money went to that scene. I would guess that just getting
3: bile. Is bile two hundred
0: thousand dollars?
2: Nah, man, they did it for free beer that night.
0: I would say Robert England probably was like, yeah, I'll work three days, but you got to pay me, you know, this much money. 350k. He's, yeah, he's,
3: yeah. Yeah, he's probably the biggest star. Mhm. Elizabeth Peña isn't
2: terrible.
3: Isn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, Ca- Cartellini and Smart really aren't anybody yet. So yeah, I guess you're right, but I I don't get the sense that there's a ton of movie or a ton of money put into this movie at any point. I mean... Like, this feels like a Kevin Smith budget.
0: I think for, like, as... I think it, like, looks okay. Like, whoever was actually shooting the movie at least had, like, a a sense of, like, where to put a camera. And, I mean, it's, like, all kind of, like... I don't think it's good shot composition, but it's, like, competently done, you know? So... Yeah. Maybe he got someone that at least had some industry knowledge to come and shoot the film you know
3: do you think that that is because we're talking 98 so we're four or five years before digital cameras Mm -hmm. start breaking through film it just makes all the the more difference right because you really are having to you're having to fight a lot of things with film versus digital. You're having to work for it, Mm -hmm. which in a way it makes those scenes like a vending machine seat or some of those scenes where the captain is outside the car. Like when Christian and captain are talking later on after the, uh, the old guy humping Mm -hmm. and they realize it's, you know, there's like so few shots. So like you said, it's somebody who's competent to say, I can at least shoot this one thing. Yeah, but we're only going to shoot this one thing, mm-hmm. um, and that that is kind of a bummer. It's it really is blowing my mind that this cost a million dollars in 1998.
0: Uh, so we get to even though the chat room hasn't changed, Howdy does now have a webcam. So oh, yeah. we we get he loves this part.
3: technology. Yeah. Uh,
2: my question is why does this family still have the internet that's
3: a good point <laughs> why are you still in helverton yeah that's a great point
2: <laughs> like hey my daughter got fucking kidnapped and fucking i had to go find her and then yeah we don't have the internet anymore let's cancel that
3: you could you could add you could fill this out another 5-10 minutes they've moved somewhere else in Colorado she's in school she's telling her dad dad leave me alone give me some breathing room you know what I I'm mean I'm okay
2: now yes, yes I'm he's okay.
3: retired he's wanting to take a job he's a security guard at the college you know what I mean like I'm I said it twice fuck the mom is on his ass you know and that to sort of build them up a little bit And like you said, like, she's, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. That is so much more interesting than the nightmare and he's terrifying me. Mm -hmm. And if she's not the one that, you know, he's going after in the beginning, you know, she's just somebody else, that's a lot more interesting, that he's awoken and now he's got this thing for Gage, so he comes after her instead. You know, there's multiple ways that you could do it, but... This is a dumb question. You guys are fans of Silence of the Lambs, yeah? Yeah. I hate to ask it that way. like, Yeah, you, obviously. But Dan, I mean, you're kind of shrugging.
0: It's like not my favorite. If I was going to throw on a horror movie, I don't know if it would be my first choice, but it's good.
2: It's Silence of the Lambs is great, but I don't need... Eighteen different fucking goddamn shows about Silence of the Lambs. You had a good Hannibal show, and you let it go.
3: Oh, uh, I totally agree with you. The trying to do a uh, Clarice Starling spinoff show well, is. Let me ask dumb. you this:
2: Are you going with Red Dragon here? Because I kind of got a Red Dragon like feel almost for D. Schneider and the the Red Dragon dude. Uh... I think so that. i I don't
3: dislike Red dragon, but I, I think... love manhunter, so I kind of overlook Red dragon,
2: but I got the villain, and well, you know,
3: yes, I kind of got
2: that feeling,
3: yes, there's this weird that same sort
2: style, of, I guess,
3: yeah, slow but ripped weirdness, but i The second viewing of this, I was definitely thinking of Silence of the Lambs a lot and the fascinating thing of like how little screen time Hannibal Lecter has.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: You know, and how powerful of a person he is. And even Buffalo Bill, like how terrifying he is with such little screen time. And I know you brought up, it's like 30, 40 minutes before you really get to see Captain Howdy. But once you see Captain Howdy, within five minutes you're kind of like, I'm kind of bored with you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know if that's his performance or what, but I think it's sort of a disservice to the movie overall. Like, but who, who who sits in the room with Dee Snyder and goes, this is is an okay script. This is a first draft. This is pretty good.
2: Who gives him a million dollars?
3: Yeah. The problem is, is you're 80% of this movie.
0: A lot of this had to be self-funded, I would think. You don't think D. Snyder had a million dollars to throw at a movie? I this bet, money went to. I bet to, he produced quite a
2: bit
3: of it.
0: Yeah,
2: I, this money went to soundtrack, and this money went to Freddy Krueger.
0: I think he probably covered a lot of the bill.
3: What was it? Roshus, is that the production company or something? Roshus Productions or
2: something. This is a Lionsgate film.
3: But I, I, it's got good bones, man. There's a there's a pretty good structure here for 1998 for a, a for that type of movie. If you just brought somebody else in and said, "I'm telling you, you're going to be more powerful. It's going to come off a lot better if we tone this down and we restrict you a little bit."
2: All right. Well, They're, let's sorry. let's finish it out.
0: Well, there there are two production companies listed. One is shooting gallery and the second one is Snyder Than Thou.
2: Yeah, I see I noticed that on uh Letterboxd when I what was looking f- at it.
3: Then what the fuck is Rashis or Roushious?
2: It comes up in the beginning as well. I I know what you're talking about. Okay. But from what I I think Liongate Lionsgate owns it now, I believe.
0: Uh, so some cops are sent over to the Howdy home. They find Howdy's torture room, but that's a decoy.
3: Is that at his house?
0: I think that's at, supposed to be at his old house.
3: Is that his house again? Because the same thing I is like... I think so. Why wouldn't there be a cop out there the whole time?
2: It's a small town, man. They got stuff to do. There's My- 40 fucking people in his house, <laughs> tortured, and they still don't know where... The- uh, okay. Okay. Geraldine just disappeared. We don't know. Because the. the Fred
3: about trespassing?
0: I don't remember. Okay.
3: Is trespassing. trespassing? Sorry, I know I slowed us down.
0: Mike finds Howdy at Zabalba. This is where Mike finally makes the declaration: "Your dad was a good Marine." <laughs> uh, Howdy and Mike have a slap fight for a little while. Mike ends up ripping out Howdy's double zero septum piercing.
3: Of course. So much for industrial
2: strength.
0: Yeah, exactly, dude. You could just pull it right through.
2: While Soulfly is playing.
0: Uh, And then Howdy gets hooked up, says he was inside Genevieve, which I thought was kind of a crazy way to wrap this whole thing up. What kind of
2: circus delay
0: shit is this? And then Mike lights him on fire, and he swings around while he burns to death. He I think
3: this off. is this is uh, Gage's best little bit of performance here. I think I said this before, but when he's amped up and kind of yelling and fighting mm-hmm. at him, I think that's he really shines here. Going to
2: see my family. Yeah. End credits.
0: That's it. That's it. What a, a shit kinda, movie. A kind of overlay of Howdy's face on the end credits.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. little shot there. I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Kyle, Kyle. Bile, bile. And, and there you go. That's D. Snyder's Strangeland. Funny fact. The 1984 song that I was talking about earlier, D. Schneider actually dedicated that song to Guess Who.
0: I think I read this. To the Guess Who,
3: the band?
2: No, he dedicated that spe- those two specific songs from that 1984 album to a certain person.
3: Is it a serial killer?
2: No, no, no. It's somebody boys. we're kind of familiar with, boys.
3: Stephen King?
2: Mm hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
3: Oh, I did shit. read that.
0: Yep. It all comes back to King, dude. And
3: what did Stephen King say in the 80s? Did he snort a line and go, all right, cool.
2: There, yeah. You're pretty hot. What's your name, lady? <laughs> I can
3: type 800 pages out of
2: that. <laughs> yeah. A whopping 6% on Rotten Tomatoes for Strange Land. You know, this is, like I said at the beginning, this is not a good movie.
0: It's better than 6%. I
2: will say that. I will, I will, I will agree with that. Yeah.
0: yeah. This
2: movie is, it's not good. I
0: was entertained while I watched it.
2: Since 2015, D Schneider has talked about a sequel to Strange Land. Here we go. 2015, he mentioned there's two titles mentioned. One is called Strange Land uh, Disciple. Yep, and he once it rated NC-17 which this film was the original was he went back four or five times with uh, MPAA and they finally agreed to do rated R but as of 2021 all sequel talk has been scraped but but Snyder released a prequel comic in 2008 A prequel
0: Here's the thing It's like you want me You want me to risk my life during quarantine To go see The Matrix 4 Or to see Tenet It's just it's like Don't give me those options I'm trying to see Strange Lion 2 You want me to come out and risk my life This is what it's going to take
2: Interview talk was Uh, I believe the guy asked him, like, oh, there's so many things that you could do with that. And he was like, yeah, I was doing a lot of research on, like, burn units. So I guess that would suggest that Captain Howdy, of course, survived.
0: I mean, there are two things that I think are, like, fairly smart here, though. And one is it seemed like from what he was setting up for the sequel, he wanted to have it remain in, like, a real world. He didn't want to go, like, supernatural. So he was looking at, like, well, how would somebody survive being burned? And I think that's, like, a smart play for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then also, I I read that interview where he was talking about having it as NC-17. And it's kind of like if you were going to put out a movie, like, you would just have an R cut. And then NC-17, if there were still, like, movie rental stores, of course people, like— you know, high school kids are going to be like, "Let's get the unrated Strange Line too. Yeah. Well,
2: I think that's what it would have came down to is like, well, no, we don't do NC seventeen anymore. You just give us the unrated cut, uh, Mister D. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? I just seen this badass Nine Inch Nails video, "The Perfect Drug." How can we turn that into an hour and thirty minutes? Oh, I just got the script from the guy from Twisted Sister.
3: I just Thumbs don't up. see I don't see how you, you get three quarters into a movie and go, fuck. This guy's gotta come back and still burn him at the end. <laughs>
2: like
3: well, there's he, so many other things that you could do.
0: Like apparently, apparently he did a lot of research I, on people who've been burned. I'm not
3: doubting D. Snyder and his research.
0: You better <laughs> he, not. I'm sure he has many files. Yeah, dude, you better fucking not be doubting him.
2: I'm not gonna take that.
0: Wait, but, for was... a char-
3: but for a character that's supposed to be so exposed, right? Like. Mm. Uh, Michael Myers being burned. It's, eh, Michael Myers. He gets another fucking jumpsuit. You know. Mm-hmm. That's just a bad call. Uh what do we got? Kyle, did you uh figure out your uh Lithgow for it?
0: Uh I think if I was gonna put Lithgow in this movie, I would definitely have him as Mike Gage. I would want him to be that lead detective. I don't see why you wouldn't put him in that role. I mean, I know Lithgow is normally a bad guy, but I think if you just want to have a guy, like, screaming about, you know, give me a reason, <laughs> I would love to see Lithgow do that read.
3: <laughs> I have to concur with you. There was a part of me that thought he should be at the tow truck driver. Oh, shit. <laughs> just, like, all tatted up and kind of... You know, hidden in the role. Yep.
2: I'm gonna go. Detective Christian here.
3: Detective I would have just Christian? liked to
2: see him play off of Gage. Really? Yeah. I don't know what. I think he could have done a lot more than <laughs> Christian did.
3: There's something about uh, John Lithgow that doesn't ever read as incompetent.
0: That's what I get from them too. You well, know, that's what I'm like saying.
3: You you could never tell me that like uh John Lithgow didn't do his homework. It's like no fuck John Lithgow did his homework before everybody else. because he would he did have been the like, extra credit.
2: Yeah, Gage, let's so check I, these uh, chat rooms and we yeah. could have.
0: If you had a Lithgow just putting together that the dog bark was the same from one piece of audio to the next,
3: <laughs> the eye work alone would have been insane. Yeah. All right. Dan, you want to rate my letterbox?
2: I, do I want to rate yours? Do you want
0: to tongue my letterbox? <sighs> All, All right. right. Bef- before we do that, I did. Okay. I wrote this down, and I skipped over it when I was going through the notes, but when Captain Howdy comes back on the webcam and he contacts Mike, he sends him a message that says, the dead are so dreadfully dead when they're dead. And I thought, that's that's what the tagline for this movie should have been. So dreadfully dead
2: when they're dead. The dead are so dreadfully dead when they're dead. <laughs> that's the name of this podcast. No.
3: <laughs> it sounds like a riddle from a Pirates of the Caribbean movie.
2: Yeah, something it, like
0: that. It sounds like nonsense that a guy who calls himself like a primitive survivalist would say.
3: (laughs) Sounds like something like a drunk Irishman says at a funeral.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, All right, let me rate these letterboxed. I've
3: I've written down mine.
2: All right. I'm going to go with Bones here. I'm going to go... 2.5. Kyle. Bio Kyle. I'm going. I'm going to go 2.5 as well for Bio Kyle.
3: Bio Kyle?
0: I'm going to go. I'm going to say Dan is 2.5. I'm going to say Bones 3.
3: going Kyle 3 Dan 2 and I will tell you that neither of you got me as I am a 1.5 wow <laughs> I uh, I did watch it twice a few things made More since the second viewing, unlike a Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, But the lack of humor, the lack of
2: pissed about Tenet. (laughs) Fuck,
3: goddamn! Pissed isn't even the right word. Like it's not even.
2: Anyway, continue with Tenet. Strange Land. The Dark
3: Knight. All the stuff that I pushed down for the Dark Knight Rises makes it rise back up and it makes me fucking so frustrated yeah 1.5 i it's we talked about a few things that it does right but it just really lacks humor it shows so no sympathy to the victims it's it really is just there to sort of d shock snyder, value yeah d snyder wanted to play a creepy serial killer and it, it just it doesn't work it's if it was a if it leaned into the humor a little bit more, I could probably give it a little bit, but I'm
2: 1.5. Dan? I am in agreement with bones on this one. I'm going on 1.5. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's close to a two. It really is, but that's it's a fucking two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I agree with Bone, Like I said, nothing for the victims. It's just, there's, it was only written for one guy by one guy for one guy. I just, I, and there's just little small things. Like I said, the the dog tied to the fence. Like there's a guy next to that dog. Like, why can't you just have him wa- walking the dog there? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's just small things, but I will, I don't, it could have been good. It could have been good. This could have been a three. This could have been a three point
3: Yeah. All
0: right, Bones. I think you said three for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would give this. I would give this three. <laughs> and I feel like we're gonna say a lot of the same things. And you guys said one point five, and I'm saying three. But here's why it's a three. This movie was written by one guy for one guy, and that guy is <laughs> D. Snyder. <laughs> and that's incredible I think I think there was that is the tagline
3: of this episode this movie was written by one guy for one guy and that guy is D-Sniper
0: exactly Um, this movie to me is funny It's not, I would have, I agree with you, Bones. I think there could have been a lot more humor in here, like intentionally, and it would have been a better movie for it. Yeah. But I think there is some stuff towards the back end that is kind of buried in there. I think the four more years sign, I think the whole stupid dance that Freddy Krueger and his girlfriend do, like that stuff is funny to me. Just even setting a movie around this idea of, someone who tortures people through piercing them is funny Um, and I do think in a weird way this movie does capture in a bottle some sense of the late 90s it's full of like shitty chat rooms, new metal like all the parts of the 90s that you probably want to forget but it's kind of funny that there is this landmark thing that puts that all in a time capsule of strange land
2: hot topics wet dream
0: yeah i mean like like i said at the beginning this is definitely not a good movie but it is a movie that entertained me
3: yeah i can't argue with you i gave black dog three stars so you
0: know it's it's one of those things where it's like i i have watched movies that are better than this that i'll i would just like, I don't remember them, and for some reason, I will probably remember this viewing of Strangeland.
2: <laughs> I will say that if somebody came across this film for Cinema Jihad, that it would probably made Cinema Jihad. I'm like, that's if somebody came across it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And like I said, I've been going back and forth all fucking day. Well, since Monday, since I watched it, I'm like... Is this a two point? Is this a two or is this a one point five? Time will tell. I,
3: and I went from a one to one point five, and I was like, if if I can get a little bit of humor out of it or talk through it,
0: I could see it at one point five. But
3: I, I couldn't break that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I get it. There's a whole yeah. lot wrong with this movie. <laughs>
2: Well, that's my thing. And when I looked at the budget, too, I'm like, how does this have a million, fucking over a million dollars? And and I don't know. I'd like to talk to that man and ask him where this budget went. It's probably oh,
3: pretty telling that the guy didn't direct anything else since.
2: Yeah. It opened in 315 theaters. That's pretty good. Seven hundred and thirteen, two hundred and
0: thirty-nine thousand
2: dollars $239,000 total mm-hmm.
0: so you know I guess it's one of the like I would still want to watch a Land 2 though like if you saw if you saw news that hey in two months Strangeland 2 is going to be hitting Netflix would you not watch it?
2: oh I absolutely would well that's my other question is I wonder, because this is going to spawn a sequel no matter what. It should have already had. I wonder how much D. Schneider has said no to a lot of stuff. That's That's what I'm wondering. Because, come on, if you can get a fucking Sharknado fucking sequel. This was a legitimate film that opened in 315 theaters. Like, come on. The way
0: I see it is just give him give him his exact budget for this film again, but tell him he has complete creative control. That's the strange land two I would want to see.
2: Be like, great, I don't need no extras at all.
0: Dude, did
3: you see the piano we're not gonna take it video he did for cancer? No. No. Okay. Yeah, deep, bro. Then I think you need to rethink the I want to give him
0: complete creative control. Is it pro cancer?
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> you know the uh the stereotypical like desert music video? Yeah. It's that D. Snyder and a piano. And he's singing against cancer.
2: So did it work?
3: Oh, yeah, there's no more cancer. Did he cure it? We got COVID, but
2: there's (laughs) no no more cancer. Got to trade one for the other, you know.
3: Let's throw this up on the big list. So, depending on when we release this or how we do this, we've had three movies before this. We had Black Dog, Convoy, and Maximum Overdrive. And uh, utilizing our scores, we have them ranked as such. Black Dog, Convoy, Maximum Overdrive. Kyle, last time uh, you ranked your three as Convoy, Black Dog, Maximum Overdrive. Where do you fit Strangeland into that ranking? Well, I, th-
0: I think if I'm personally going with our combined list, I would probably say I would still keep Black Dog number one. I think Black Dog is a more entertaining movie than this in a way. But then I would go Strangeland to. Convoy three and maximum overdrive four.
2: Wow. <laughs> oh dude. Fucking nineteen eighty four Twisted Sister fucking vinyl record coming your way for your birthday, bro. Hey,
0: you know. After watching this, I I would throw it on. Why not? <laughs> you haven't even listened to the
3: song. Did you, you buy f- this or just rent it?
0: I rented this for four dollars.
3: <laughs> okay. Did everyone
0: spend four dollars on this? I spent yeah. three ninety nine. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. Which is partially why I watched it twice.
2: Yeah. Well, you boys ain't gonna be happy with me then.
3: <laughs> what you got? <laughs> uh,
2: I'm the third. You're second, bro.
3: Oh, I I am putting this below Maximum Overdrive.
2: Wow. This is number four for me as yeah.
3: well. Yeah, I think I think this ends up on the list as.
2: Guys, this is a this
0: was a more fun of a watch than Maximum Overdrive.
3: No, no way, no, no,
1: way.
3: no way,
0: no, bro. You guys are out of your mind. This is the longest we've recorded. It,
3: the simple, the simple fact that I did not feel bad for anybody in Maximum Overdrive. Like that's my argument. Like that's you can have a horror and I not really feel bad for, for people. Strangely, well, how does, and I felt. Just fucking awful. How does
0: everybody. that work? How does that work on the ratings then? If I made it two and you both made it four, does that make this three?
3: Uh, I was literally getting ready to say like the accountant here needs to come up with some sort of actual numbering system. I'm going off the fact that uh, last time Dan and I ranked the same, mm-hmm. basically well, making the order of Black Dog, Convoy, Maximum Overdrive.
0: Well, I'm okay jumping in each time to, like, the rating as we have it. Yeah. So it's kind of like our collective list. Yeah. But I guess my question is, like, if I say this is two and you both say four, then where does it land? Uh,
3: Well, what would the average of that be? That would be 8. Why don't we
2: just stick to personal lists of number ones?
3: 2.6, which is a lower.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I like having a
0: combined list. Like It's yeah. our, It's like the the podcast ranking of these movies.
2: There's a website out there where we're going to have to type in these analytics and it'll do it for us, I'm yeah. sure.
3: I think there's something to be said about the fact that Dan and I both put it there like as a majority put it there i think the interesting argument would be
2: democracy motherfucker if
3: if i put it last and dan put it third and you put it second
0: yeah then it then then, it would be an obvious then i think
3: it it averages out to third but i think the fact that him and i both have our right hands on it pushing it underwater while our left hands type out brazzers
0: All right, I guess the ranking is Black Dog, Convoy, Maximum Overdrive, Strangeland. I'm sorry, D, I tried. (laughs) It's the number two movie in my heart.
3: Who knows? It might be number four forever. We (laughs) might watch 96 other shit films.
0: Well, I hope we do.
3: (laughs) I
2: hope we don't. All right. Well, Bones, I think um, I think you should reveal our next film.
3: Next week, we are watching 1983s. Uh, this is a movie I've been wanting to watch for some time. A film directed by Tony Scott, one of his first ones, The Hunger. Have any of you seen this before?
0: Yes, I have. I have have not seen this. Uh, I used to have it on a DVR, which I don't have anymore, so I'm bummed out about that. Oh, shit. Because I could have watched it for free. Yeah. It was
2: on... Did you say 1983? Yeah. Yeah. Prime for a little bit. I think October... Ooh, when did I watch this film? I watched it last year.
3: Oh, okay. Shit. I'll have to avoid your uh ratings then. So, in keeping with our uh rock stars do movie theme. This is a David Bowie movie I've wanted to watch for a while. I actually almost watched it uh a while ago for Susan Sarandon.
2: That's what I watched it for.
3: Mm. Mm. So, I guess I could go through the trouble of booting a trailer, but I think we're okay. So, there you go. It's, uh... What are we looking at? An hour and 37 minutes? Hmm. So, here's hoping Dan picked a movie from the 70s and then we can keep on our... Seventy, eighty, nineties theme. But
2: I have my film. I don't know if you guys want to uh Oh
3: you've already got it? Yeah. No, you can wait uh, till next week.
2: Yeah. yeah. Alright. Let's wait.
0: <laughs> I doubt it's gonna be as good as Strangeland. Oh but... fuck no.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna come back in two weeks and argue why Strangeland's a four star film. Okay. <laughs> April, I hope you do.
2: April of twenty twenty is whenever I watched the, the Hunger. Hunger. So let me edit this and take my rating off of here.
0: Maybe at the end of each three movies we can like confirm the the big list. Okay. So it's kinda like like I'm cool with saying this is the big list and I'll slot in a movie based on that. But I think at the end of each three, we should be able to say, like, Land" should move up one. This should go down one.
3: Oh, I, com- I completely agree. I think any... I'm actually open to the fact that any time we go to the big list, if you wanted to make an argument for something moving, totally fine. Okay. I think if you're, we're talking, like, six weeks later, or six categories later and you're Mm -hmm. like fuck black dog i want to move it to the bottom then i'm like what the hell but if in four episodes you were like you know what i think maximum overdrive is," it's been sticking with me a little bit i want to bump it up one or two that's fine but i'm sure there's got to be something we could do like an actual uh numeric rating system that would do this
0: for us
2: Why don't we do like every 10? uh, I guess we do them in threes. Yeah. So, like, I think
0: just at the end of the three, you could say, let's review it and we can discuss if, like, if I want to argue something should go up or down, we can do that. I was going to say
2: 12 and then we go just do a big list show where we kind of go through everything and. Do that, but yeah, there's got to be a website out there to fucking analytics to do that shit.
3: Yeah. Well, it's four. It's five point five. Let me pull up the old calculator here. Because actually, I still have their notes from like Maximum Overdrive. That's. So maximum overdrive has like an average rating from us of one point eight. Then today, um, this guy has an average rating of two. So, if you were to say that, <laughs> but the the difference is is that you ranked strange lands so much higher whereas maximum overdrive we were all pretty clustered it was 2 2 and 1.5
0: that's just kind of how it's going to shake out sometimes though
3: and i'm totally fine with that but i which i also think though there's a place to say that two of the three feel a certain way
0: Mm, i don't know know. i like i I like this average rating that we're coming up with it's
3: It's the whole like two-thirds of the senate you know what I mean like it keeps it from veering doing this all the time
0: yeah but we also gotta think of like you, you know your bell curve philosophy which is right. like we were all up in the very top for maximum overdrive and on this one we had a set of outliers i
3: it blows my mind that you would put Strangeland above maximum overdrive
0: I don't know what to tell you It's One of
3: them Zero big rigs
0: (laughs) Well that's true It didn't have one big rig It had a lot of D. Schneider though Too much It was entertaining What can I say I was bored watching Maximum Overdrive I was not bored watching Strangeland
2: Maximum Overdrive is your pick
0: well, we can debate that un- until the end of time. I do if think you he want, got
3: kind of forced into maximum overdrive. Probably. Did he? I yeah. would have
0: picked. I would have picked Big Trouble in Little China.
2: Yeah, you I said you we... wanted to hold off on Big Trouble in Little China. Well,
0: I want to know that we're releasing episodes before we get to Big Trouble.
3: Yeah.
2: You made a good choice because this is the fucking fourth episode, our fifth episode, and we. Just decided this on a fucking name. This not even the name.
3: first episode. This is still... We got some kinks to work out.
0: We do, but we're getting there. I yeah, mean, I if, we're, so. if we're going to burn Strangeland, this is a fine spot for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know,
2: man. Happen. It's a fucking 3.0 in your book. <laughs> it's <laughs> not so a 3.0. I'm going to have to watch this fucker again? You don't have to watch it. You don't have to do anything you want. Oh, one of my categories is body horror. It's not.
0: <laughs> well, I think if we get to another category it's like if I've already picked a movie we're not going to redo it.
2: T. Schneider. So technically Strangeland is sitting at number three right now and Maximum Overdrive is sitting at four is from what I'm understanding.
0: That feels right.
2: Um,
3: Do you guys remember your Convoy
2: Ratings? i think
0: i gave convoy 2.5
2: 2.5 for me let me check letterbox that bones finally decided to update the other day yeah i saw that
3: bro i ain't on my phone all the time <laughs> whatever brah right.
2: convoy was a 2.5 for me
3: I think i had that i think i've got i've got black dogs and convoys no excuse me i have maximum overdrive you said convoy was a 2.5 for you dan yes kyle
0: convoy 2.5
3: Do you see Bones, mine on there?
2: I thought you gave you gave Black Dog a 3.5, I think. I did? I think so.
3: Oh, yes, I did.
2: I don't know where my convoy noids are. I know I saved them.
1: Noids.
0: You know what, Bones? I'll go ahead and move. Black Dog up to a 3. I originally gave it a 2.5. But I've thought about it since then. It's a 3.
3: Then that puts th- that puts Black Dog currently at a 3.
2: Number 1 spot.
3: Right. With Strange Land mm-hmm. So that strange lines at a two. Maximum overdrive was a one point eight. Right? I think that's right. Sorry, I'm going back and forth. So five point five divided by three one point eight and then convoy. Did you have my leather box pulled up by chance?
0: I can right now.
3: What I had. what I gave convoy. Ch- ch- I feel like I gave it a two or two point five.
0: Convoy go to film. You gave it a three on here.
3: I did. Well.
0: Wow. That I'm looking at it right now.
3: Cool. Two point six then.
2: Are my fucking scores too low?
3: No, these are shit films. <laughs> So it's this true. this order isn't that bad. We do have Black Dog at a 3, Convoy 2.6, Maximum Overdrive 1.8, and Strangeland at a 2. So There's something to be said that Kyle likes Strangeland so much more than we like Maximum Overdrive. I think I got to go to the numbers. I think Maximum Overdrive is now last.
0: The stats don't lie.
3: The big list is now Black Dog, Convoy, Strangeland, Maximum Overdrive.
0: Hold on. We did it, D.
3: Hold on. You doing your own math?
2: No, I'm going to change them in the list. Because oh. So we got Black Dog is number one, right?
3: Yep. 40 minutes of every show can't be this.
2: Oh, yeah, I figure you're going to cut some. Yeah. So we got Black Dog as number one. We got Convoy 2. Yep. We got Strangeland 3.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And Maximum Overdrive 4.
3: Yeah. I'll throw all this shit into a uh, sheet.
2: The list is updated on mine. Okay. I, I got to change our name, too. It's going wait, to be wait, wait. the number five day rental, right? Rentals or rental?
0: Five day rentals. Yeah.
2: All right, gents. Cool. Strange Land, on to the hunger.
0: Here we go. This
3: will be our first uh, real director.
0: Yeah, you picked a real movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. We had you tra- trying to tank the si-
0: You're trying to tank the system, dude.
3: I think there's a reason we haven't, that the the hunker isn't in the movie vernacular, so. I'm trying to get a read from Dan.
2: I ain't saying anything, gentlemen. He's,
3: he's unreadable. Well, until next week.
2: Until next week, y'all, thank you for listening to the uh, five-day riddles. Five-day riddles.
3: We all got to say it together. Thanks for
2: listening to Five Day Rentals. Five Day Rentals. Five Day Rentals. Five Day Rentals. Day Day. Rentals. Thanks for listening to Franz Ferdinand. Check (laughs) Check me out. (laughs) Yes.
0: All right, boys. Well, bleach your whites and... uh, and convert your dollars to quarters.
2: What is up with that cat, dude?
0: <laughs> His cat's going <laughs> bonkers right now. Bade. Uh ti- time timestamp the purring. Cut that out. <laughs> Bade
2: <Bean. laughs> damn Kyle. What are you feeding that cat?
0: All foil dude. Cat blew up. What a rush.